from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week in Nintendo Main, we got a whole bunch of directs. Monster Hunter, Splatoon, and we got Jesse here as well to talk about it. My name is 3Es, there's no more E3s, and Nintendo Main is on episode 333, baby! So many threes happening right here. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast episode 333. Yeah, that's a shit ton of threes. I didn't even realize that. And uh, we are your hosts. We're here to talk about... We're, <laughs> we're here to talk about directs and things. Like I said, there's a couple of them. In threes. We are your host. I'm Trey Splatana Wiper Johnson. <laughs> I'm Jeremy Secondhand Professional Mikowski, which sounds really weird after that nickname. <laughs> and uh, we have a special guest this week. Hey guys, I'm Jesse. I've been on a couple times. <laughs> Play a lot of Splatoon. Hello again. Uh, John is uh, is out somewhere tonight. He he fell into a salmon run pit or something like that, and uh, can't can't join us. But we still have still have three of us here. But yeah, um, there's like I said, there was a lot of directs that happened between last episode and this episode. Everything just kept like piling on. It's like. I was like, well, we have like three topics, I guess, because we got Mario Kart, we got Splatoon now, and Monster Hunter. But I think we should get, we should just jump right into the Spl- Splatoon Direct, which just happened today. A whopping yeah. 31 minutes of Splatoon goodies dropped at like 8 a.m. this morning. Did you see uh, yesterday it like almost accidentally dropped? Like that was the whole thing. I guess that Nintendo accidentally put it that. up and there was a countdown and then they pulled it like right when it got down to zero. Like oh, somebody sure. accidentally oh, put it out on the wrong day. There's some pissed off fans. That that's day. that's what I heard. Somebody like accidentally put it up on YouTube and, and they pulled it before it actually showed anything. It just had like the 10 second countdown. But yeah, Splatoon. Splatoon 3. We got our big meaty meaty or big meaty direct. And uh, and I know you're you're you play a lot of Splatoon, Jesse. I played we played together online. Um, You played the first one, too, right? The Wii U one. Yeah, uh, I had a Wii U and I did play uh, the first one. Uh. Not nearly as much as I've played the second one, but I did play the first one quite a bit. I yeah. mean, it wasn't like the phenomenon that the second one was because of, of it being on the Switch. So, I mean, there's just a lot more people that have played Splatoon 2 that didn't play Splatoon 1. Sure. So, it's it's made it so... I'm one of those I, people. I have a... You know, I, I, when I played Splatoon 1, I didn't really have too many people that I knew. But I have like a crowd of friends with Splatoon 2 that play it on a regular basis. That's cool. Is, is everybody pumped for uh, Splatoon 3? Yeah, pretty much. I have one friend, Randy, uh, and he, uh, I think he's trying to get the OLED switch too, because his other switch isn't, mm. the battery's not working with it anymore. Oh. But he's played, that guy's played like a thousand hours of that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can be, it can be really addictive if if you get in there. So I, I guess uh, he does like the ranked battles and, uh, and like league and all that stuff, I'm sure. 
I, I think so. I don't know. We usually just play the regular matches, the team battle, the uh, turf war. But I mean, yeah, his his, his character is pretty leveled up, and he always uses he always goes around with that hammer, which is oh. pretty annoying. <laughs> the hammer, the hammer is coming back too. It's in the it was on the video. So yeah, oh yeah, good I mean, know. that's I, I use the the Tentra missiles all the time. I forget. Yeah, I think I use the missile. I would use the um the backpack too, where you can like fly around and shoot people while you're oh yeah yeah that one's a little hard to control but if you were in the right state of mind and not too frenzied when you did it you could do some serious damage yeah if you can hit at the right spot i like the the missiles i think are pretty good because yeah you can you can knock some people out with it and there's like the there was like the ball thing the hamster ball i I tried using that a little bit that 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 like that crab spider thing looks kind of cool on the new one i I think definitely the most the most op things were the tenter missiles and the and the hammer oh yeah um and some of the other ones were i I, I, it's going to be interesting with the balancing because there were things that were specifically just seen more powerful than other things (laughs) and they were constantly balancing the game as it went so and i think it's going to be exciting for a lot of people that got into splatoon 2 later is getting to do the splatfests because that wasn't a thing that a lot of a lot of people I know even got to do. Mm-hmm. That was a, that, that was like the the one more thing part of the Splatoon Direct was they did a, oh yeah free spat Splatfest for everybody and it's only one day though and it's only twelve hours which kind of sucks. Yeah, that's a little weird. Hopefully they're gonna do regular Splatfests. I'm guessing they were. I was assuming they were. No, they will. But I mean, but this is one that you get because because this Splatfest is happening before Splatoon three launches. So it's basically a it's basically global test fire. So you get to play it for free if you don't have the game, and that's why it's only one day. I think because oh wow yeah because it's going to be because it's because it's happening before the game is actually happening. So it's August twenty seventh, and the game comes out on the ninth. So it's like two weeks before. So August twenty seventh, which is a Saturday, they're doing a Splatfest. So you, so I guess you have to download the demo and then you can play it through there. So that's cool that everybody will get to play it for free for one day. <laughs> <laughs> that was on my. I'm pretty sure that was on my bingo, but it's so much later now. Oh, oh Splatfest! So yeah, there was, it's a. There was like I, a I, see, I didn't understand that demo. part. So it's a Splatfest, but you don't even have to have the game to play it. No, yeah, it's like a global test fire sort of thing. It's like kind of oh, you know, like um, it, it's like when they when they you know when you were doing like the, when they had the tennis stuff that you could play the tournament mm-hmm. before you had it, it's like kind of like that, like sort of test the, test the online and they all did that. It with golf too, didn't see they? where it's at. I don't remember if there was a golf demo. I don't think there I was. I don't, yeah. I don't think there was. I do remember playing tennis for free though. But yeah, tennis was the tennis uh, tournament. The free tournament was more fun than the actual game. When it, exactly. when it kind of came around. So I played it more like hourly content yeah. but it looks like they're really pushing it there because they're they're going to do that global test fire thing which is 9 a.m pacific to 9 p.m pacific so it's 12 to 12 or well it's i think they should do it a whole weekend yeah because that game looks like it's got a lot of content <laughs> yeah i mean they should, i figured i was hoping they would at least do like 20 do like 24 hours it's kind of unfair to just do like in the daytime i mean especially for people like me who like to who only really play at night like it's like yeah it's kind of like you know come on man so so well don't whatever. most people play video games at night like i don't not know during the day when it's they're like, working <laughs> i mean on saturdays i mean i guess you know some people don't work saturdays or whatever yeah that's true. i work i work all the time or whenever Same you know, i work plenty of saturdays i'm working this saturday so you know i rarely game before 11 p.m yeah unless it's a tuesday or a wednesday so i'm like it's a it'll be done at 11 p.m so maybe i could 
play at 10 o'clock or something, no. maybe, you know. What day? Oh, shit. I'm Saturday. I mean, you'll be working. Mm. Unless you want to stay up till. Oh, when I have things to do. I it's not even like, it's not even like an early morning thing. You would have to stay up till like 11 a.m. because of fucking Pacific time. What? Yeah. Is it 11 p.m. Pacific, Pacific time? No, it's Pacific not. It's 9 a.m. Pacific. So it's 11 here. Specifically, is it Pacific? Because they're because because they're behind, yeah. So. Wait for for an hour from eleven to noon. Is that what it would be? What? No, they're they're the Pacific time is two hours behind us. Oh, okay. So nine o'clock there is eleven o'clock here. So we get a couple hour uh, extra hours. Yeah, we get a cut. We're a couple hours later, which is weird, but whatever. But I'm yeah, that, do what I can to play it. But yeah, I don't know if I I don't know how much I'll be able to do about that uh about that Splatfest, but I will definitely get Splatoon whenever it comes out because. I think it looks cool. Uh, did you? I'm sure you both got to watch the direct, or at least parts of it. Um, I watched it again, like just now before we were recording, just and I did massive notes about it. But uh, you know, there's um, there's there's a new there's the bow, there's the new bow gun now. You got the stringer mm-hmm. on there, which looks kind of cool. Uh, I actually want to try to be good at the splatan at the at the splatana wiper, splatana wiper, however you pronounce it, because it's basically like a katana and a and a windshield wiper together mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're like you're like cutting people with with paint like left to right and it's kind of like a um if you've ever done screen printing like the little rubber special thing you use to go on the back of it oh i i haven't done that but i believe you i know what you're talking about yeah the little blade to screen print mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you can charge it also where you'll swipe down and it'll go like farther in front of you i want to try to I, I don't know i feel like i always play the same like well, the same weapon for everything. I want to try to explain expand a little bit on these. Uh, spoon, I always use the zapper games. I use the one that like kind of is. It's like a. I maybe it, it like kind of spreads a little bit. I forget what it's called, but it's like it's like a fast. You know, it's repeating like a machine gun one, but it has like a good spread to it. So so it still covers a lot of area. Because I'm always trying to paint shit, you know, because that's what you do on there. This was something I didn't even know for like I feel like fifty to hundred hours of the game. But if you're a dual wielder, you can dodge. You can, you can yeah. do like yeah. dodges. <laughs> yeah, that the, other the, characters the, can't do whatever the fuck they're called. The splat duelies. Yeah, you can dodge yeah. with that. Yeah. Except I guess this one you can dodge while you're in the ink. Now you can like jump and like kind of dodge through the ink. And I saw that. Like, and, you and can it do, deflects you can... ink also while you're dodging. Which is interesting. There's a lot of things different about this game. Like yeah. it's going to be interesting because like yeah, they. they I think there's more different about this game than Splatoon One to Splatoon Two. Mm-hmm. Like there's think, just a lot. I think of... so as well because they had knew yeah the Wii U didn't have the install base they would have hoped for developing mm-hmm. that game so it was easier to reuse a lot of assets which was still I think the fans of the game were fine with that you know you didn't need to recreate the wheel or whatever they say to like have fun with the Splatoon on the new system but um, Splatoon three looks yeah I mean I'm a little intimidated I'm not gonna lie. Oh, you'll get you get the hang of it. Just try the single player mode. That's basically what they said in the in the direct for anybody who doesn't know how to play yet. Uh, play play the single player mode, even though I feel like nobody does. Yeah, maybe it's just me. Maybe it was because I watched it right when I woke up. Maybe I should have waited a little while. But wow, that's sense. It's like sensory overload. I'm just having a hard time keeping up with it when I watch that video. The uh, the, the Splatoon direct. There there is a lot of there's a lot going on, and it's very like. And and they spend like the first ten minutes explaining to you how to play Splatoon. So if you've played right. Splatoon a whole bunch of times, it's kind of like, uh, I already know this. It's like, it's like, oh yeah, you have to ink stuff and you have to do this, and and it's like, okay, what's the name of the guy, the the big boy or whatever that everyone likes, big guy, the the fish guy, the big like 
uh, what's his name? He has a name. They call him something. He's, he's called like, yeah. The, the big are you talking guy. about Big Man? Big Man, Big Man. Yes. <laughs> so there's that new, was uh, trending when I woke up on Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, does this have something to do with like recent like references, like mob style references in politics? And I was like, oh wait, no, this is about Splatoon three. And, oh yeah, the Splatoon three directs today. Yeah, it's like a and big. It was uh, like a really happy like. Oh, that's a good trending Big Man. It was a really cute Big Man. <laughs> He's like a he's like a sh- what is he supposed to be like a like a ray like right? a shark like ray or ray devil or ray or something mm-hmm. like that yeah um it, yeah this is the new so you know every Splatoon has like different characters like Pearl and Marina was the last one but then we had the mm-hmm. Squid Sisters before that Kali like there's Mari. always yeah Kelly and Mari there's always different things that have to show up and tell you a bunch of shit that you just wish you could skip through whenever you turn the mm-hmm. game on but hopefully hopefully you can do that this time as much as I like them giving you the updates you should have the option to just skip it. You know, if you don't want to know, if you don't want to wait like 10 minutes to start the game, you should be able to just go through it. But they're going to be, yeah, they're called a deep cut, which I think is cool because I like saying those terms, mm-hmm. deep, deep cut. But there's three of them now. And I get the reference. Because now, now we're going to have three-way uh, Splatfests. And that yeah, first, what's up with that? That first 12-hour one, the first 12-hour one is going to be rock versus paper versus scissors. So there you go. The oh, first, the that's first why you three, said Rock always wins. Yeah, yeah. That, I, that was a Simpsons quote. I was like, where, where it's it like, kind of does. It was really. like, good old Rock. Nothing will beat that. <laughs> that actually blew my mind with the three way. I was just like, this is going to be interesting. I, I don't even know how that's going to work. It's going to be, it's going to be just chaotic. Yeah, quite possibly the third one will be really, really lowly voted. I think it's what will happen. I mean, I'm going to be excited to see 33, 33, 33, especially since it's Splatoon three. This is episode three, three, three. It's fitting. Yeah, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how it'll work. I mean, you can you can tell like, and they would do this with the other ones where like, if you're voting for like rock or paper or scissors, you're voting for like one of the characters from Deep Cut. Like they kind of did that in the other one where like one will be like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. So like, it's kind of representing those different people and all that. But I'm glad That's they're true. I'm three glad people. they're bringing some new stuff to uh, to the Splatfest. So I was cool. hoping because I saw that they were doing the news stuff. And I was like, man, I hope that's an optional because that always annoyed the heck out of me about that game. It's like every time you try to enter it, it it, it spends like a good two minutes talk like with the characters talking before you can even play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was hoping that was going to be like something you could fast forward through or you could just look at it on your own time. That would be good, especially if you like don't have that much time to play and you just want to. And you just want to. Yeah, there's right sometimes I it. just want to get a couple games in and it's like, OK, well, I got to listen to these two people talk about the maps that i already know about <laughs> yeah it's honestly like the thing it reminds me the most of strangely enough is animal crossing because every time you go on a new day of animal crossing isabel's got to give you the update about the day yeah and it's kind of that same thing except it's not as long change for, sometimes. yeah it's for whatever reason stuff. isabel doesn't annoy me it's like oh it's isabel she's and you can skip that too but isabel where, does not does not talk as long as these yeah people right, do i don't like think accelerator yeah. talk that's true yeah yeah, Isabel's charming. I'm like, hey, Isabel. <laughs> this is like, oh my god, this damn news thing again. <laughs> I like Callie and Mari. I mean, oh, even like Mari. Uh, what was the other two? Uh, uh, I couldn't remember. That uh, what was it? Um, Marina and Pearl and Marina were the other two. Yeah, Pearl, Pearl and Marina. Marina that's yeah. right. You got it. Yeah, I didn't even remember. Yeah, Pearl and Marina. I think I I got it. Like for me, like I would love to log like go into Splatoon during a Splatfest and like the whole like hub changes. And there's like a live concert going on mm-hmm. and everything like that was cool. Like if they could have kept it real time like that for day to day, maybe have like what's going on that day on billboards as you walk by, 
I think that would be a good way to do that. And then I guess if you really liked the old format, it could be optional. But I really do like, I mean, they've proven they can do the live feel with it. It was, I feel more exciting than the little TV intro. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, yeah, it's really cool where everything is like super party time, like whenever the Splatfests are happening. And I like how everything would change. I hope they make it easier because. Because you would be able to join your friend like on the regular on any other time, but for Splatfest you just could not join people unless you had a full four team, four person team. So that was always annoying. But it looks like they're trying to make things a little bit easier now, because now they have the the like ghost characters that you can just like walk up to, like whenever your friends are playing, you can walk up to them and see what they're doing, and then you can automatically join their game if they're playing something. That's awesome. So that's really cool. So they're trying to like make it a little bit easier for you to jump into stuff. We can't talk to each other, but we can see. You can, you can talk through the phone app because they they are like up, vampires. Up, they're, they're updating the Splat app or whatever. They really are. Yeah, they so. said that. Yeah, well, they're updating uh, the whatever the you know the whatever it's called. It's it's called like a specific. Um, it, it's it's called like Splat Phone or whatever. It's it's the, the same. New phones look like clams. It was the same version that was the other one. It's just this is the new one. I think their new phones are a play off of the uh, flexible clamshell phones that are like popular now. That was my little tech theory about the Splatoon three, possibly demo, or direct. But you can you can still like order items through your phone. You could do that on the second one, and you can you can uh, give to Krusty Sean's Wonder Crust or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah the shoe guy. You, you can donate to that. Yeah, the shoe guy. Yeah, Krusty Sean. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I probably I'm probably still won't use the phone app at all because who cares? Uh, you can you can do emotes now. You can you can dab. So uh, if you want to mm-hmm. do that, you can for anybody who's. Thank you, Fortnite. I feel like dabbing is so like ten years ago, but one thing whatever. I thought was kind of <laughs> cool, and I don't know, I don't think you could do this in the other game, but it looks like you can like because if you find a cool outfit in the game, you the perks you get are kind of random. Mm-hmm. So if you want different perks, you have to get a different outfit and then have it randomize the perks you get. Yeah. And then it's just a, it's almost like a loot box where you don't really know what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. And this sounds like it's like you could like get a cool thing of glasses, some glasses you want your character to wear, but then you could like pick what perks you wanted. Yeah. Cause that, uh, what's that one guy Murph or what's his name that you can talk to that can change the stuff that's on your, it's on your things. I don't remember. I would literally had to watch it on the Uber ride over, so I don't remember the guy's name. But yeah, um, I, yeah, I don't. They, yeah, there's a new character that d- does the changes for you. But I thought that was really cool because, yeah, I have like an uh, you. Ha- I'll have like outfits that, that I like specific outfits I want because all the outfits are really cool and stylish. But then it's like, oh well, but uh, I want this perk. So yeah, merch. Merch is what his name is. Not not Murph. Uh, merch. M U R C H. Wait, see the one that has the booth? Yeah, I remember there was something with two where you could, like, if you won stuff, you got the snails, and you could, like, re-roll some of your stuff, but I never really did any of that to try to, like, specifically change what your power-ups or stuff like that, but that was supposed to be a big part of two, but I never really did any of that. But now you can do it specifically with the with the items, so you can do Yeah, it looks like it's stuff. more specific, like it's not just a randomized thing, mm. which I thought was cool. Just more customizable. And then you could have like, that was really fascinating with the locker. So you could like customize a few different outfits with certain perks and then it could be more, it just seems like more strategy. Mm -hmm. I think you can get, you can get like different hairstyles and stuff now too. So I I don't think that was, I don't think that was in the 
that was in the other one. Yeah, that's cool too. Yeah, and the, yeah, you have like you're saying, you have the lockers. You can customize your lockers. Um, oh, you can you can record whole matches like to rewatch and upload and stuff. I thought that was cool. That's not available in any of the other ones. So can Did you it like show any s- sort of like? Can you send right, it? Can you like zoom around and stuff? I think so. Yeah, and you can like you can stop and like fast forward through it and just you. Can, I know you can jump from different characters to see like if you want to see like what one person was doing way up in the corner you can jump over to them and see what they were doing in the match and all that and it said you could upload it but it didn't show what to but i'm, I'm guessing maybe you can put it to youtube because you could do that for a minute on mario kart 8 can you can That's you like true. record some mm-hmm. of it and, yeah and so mario kart, you can mario you can hit a button at the end of the race and it'll save the entire race and then you can rewatch it mm. i don't yeah. remember if you can upload it to anything yeah, it looks like that's kind of what they're doing with this is where you can actually, you can save a match and you can watch it. And there was actually, I was reading up on some stuff that was posted after the direct, but they, they were, there were some extra things they added about like, I guess all of your, all of your uh, progress in multiplayer is getting saved online now, like through a server. So it'll actually, yeah. so you'll actually be able to play it on multiple switches if that's what you're doing. Oh, cool. Cause, Cause I think that was a complaint from the last one. So they said that the that all the single player stuff is going to be saved to your Switch and it'll be uploaded, you know, to the internet through the through like the Nintendo Switch online and all that. But your online stuff will be like saved to the internet. So like you can log in from another Switch and automatically get all your shit. So you can So if you want to do like the Switch Lite regular Switch or whatever, you can do that if you want to swap between them. So so that's, I think that's that a cool thing. Is great. I, like that's just like like money on the table that I don't know why Nintendo is because it's like if if people have because people are starting to own multiple switches yeah and they want to be able to have their saves on every switch I mean they could even like do like the, the next console like the next step to me would be like you could have a you can have a home console and a portable console and they all talk to each other but I don't I mean that, that takes it would take a lot for Nintendo to do that they they just keep it mm-hmm. all you could you could be selling people multiple devices <laughs> sure yeah. but they just keep it all on one thing yeah and so I always sell whenever I upgrade my switch I always sell the old one because it's like well it only works on one mm. but I would keep multiple switches if yeah I don't know yeah I know some people I saw, I saw some people wanted to do that with the light where they wanted to take this like take the light like on vacation and keep the other one at home or whatever I would totally do that. I would just yeah. buy a light for, you know, but yeah, it's it, it, there was no reason because it's like mm. such a huge hassle. Well, also think about people that got the Animal Crossing Special Edition. I think that's one of the first ones where people were just, I remember Fuchsia especially was very upset she couldn't like switch her stuff over to another file. I think they changed it since then, but initially you couldn't. Yeah. And how great would it be if you, it just worked? Like, like Jesse was saying, you're just yeah you're, so you're just selling more hardware don't don't screw yourself over as a, as yeah, a and, software well, publisher and, and well it was, like, it was like splatoon and pokemon were really bad about that so like if you wanted if you like got your switch stolen or whatever and you yeah. wanted to like redownload your shit you couldn't because you wouldn't it would never like upload your stuff so if you for so like pokemon and splatoon you'd just be screwed like if you lost your system or or whatever or like i was able to transfer my stuff but that's because i transferred my entire profile but you can't just like just piecemeal like stuff that you that you you know that you did that's on, on the cloud and all that. So and I've upgraded my switch that. a few times and it's always this scary process of like it's transferring switches now. I hope it works out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. 
At least it didn't have the pick the Pikmin like carrying your data over. <laughs> I like that. On One the of the things I never I understand is like every time I have to read down all, all the games on the micro SD card I have. It's like a terabyte micro SD card, and every single time I have to reformat it and re-download every game. Yeah, it's so. I don't annoying. know why I can't just take, put it into the new. <laughs> and it takes like a week to do it too. Like after you after you do because like depending on how many games you have, it takes really a long time to download all of it. Yeah, you can't even get the micro SD card to talk to each other between your switches like that's so ridiculous yeah it's stupid i i just i just got an oled last year like at the end of last year and i had to deal with all that shit and like transferring all your profiles and and you have to transfer the animal crossing uh village like separately because it has its own app and it's just this whole thing to get and it's a it's a pain in the ass but and that'll be a whole process with the switch because i'm sure everyone's going to want to transfer to the new like whatever the next gen switch is transfer all their stuff. I hope so. And that'll be a whole scary process too. Maybe, maybe they'll have an app for it that actually works. I hope they just do a, just make a switch too and just let you play everything you already have on it. Like that's what I want. Just make one that play better. That's like, that's stronger. That'll, that'll like play the things that you already have better. Like for the stuff that doesn't run great, just do that and just let you play everything on it. And maybe you can upgrade it or something like you can upgrade it to the switch too or whatever. Make it, make it look a little bit better. That's really all I want from another Switch. Is just make one that can handle some of the stuff better that's on there. You know, like make, I don't know, make some of those games I think everyone just wants better. a little more power <laughs> yeah. from the next Switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just make it a little that's bit more powerful. It, think, yeah. Because they've already proven they can give you a really good-ass screen. So, yeah. like, Give us yeah. a, uh, get something that'll run run like Subnautica better or something like that. The screen is great on the OLED. Um, I love that screen. I'm really impressed with the screen. I didn't expect it to be that much of an upgrade, but it really is. Yeah. It, it does make a difference. Like it looks, it looks a little really good, especially if you're playing, like, I feel like if you're playing pixel stuff, pixel based stuff on the OLED, it looks really, really good. Like whenever I play like street fighter or something like that, I feel like it really pops on, on the yeah. OLED. So uh, the colors look really good. All right. So um, we were talking about this platoon direct. Oh yeah. One thing that's different is uh, you can use Sheldon licenses now to get weapons instead of, currency which is uh yeah that's weird i don't know <laughs> why they did that differently but oh and, and now you can get specific benefits depending on how many weapons you buy so i thought that was kind of cool he said like if you buy a, it's like a reward system if you buy a bunch of weapons like some weapons you can play early is, does that mean like you don't have to rank up to that level because the old you know the older splatoons would be like you have to get to like level 30 to use like these weapons which that was a lot of the loop, the gameplay loop that kept me into it, where I'm like, all right, well, I'm almost to the level to try out this new weapon. Okay, I want to try these out. So then I'll get to that level and I'll try out the new ones. And then I'll keep playing to where I'm almost at the next level to try the other new ones. And then it just kind of keeps going. So that's what kept me into it. And before we were before we were recording, we were talking about uh, how, uh, I mean, for me, like Splatoon, I started playing it. I originally got it to play the single player, Splatoon 1. And it roped yeah. me into the multiplayer, and I don't really care that much about online multiplayer. But this game just kept it, just kept me into it. I think it was because of the in the first one they had that really slow drip too with the with the added stuff, like where they kept doing free yeah. DLC like every week or so, and they yeah. kept adding like new weapons and new levels and stuff like that, and new modes as well. Because Splatoon one and two were com- were not complete when they came out, and they just nope. added they would add stuff to it as they would go, as the Nintendo process has been. And it seems like maybe this one might be incomplete too i don't know there the only reason i say that is just like it seems like the only new there aren't really any new modes aside from like splatoon tetris i guess which we haven't talked about but i thought you'd get a kick out of that 
Jeremy, at least. You saw that, right? The new Splatoon Tetris that's on there? Nope. Did you miss that? It's I must a... have. I, like I said, I watched this right when I woke up, and then I think okay. I kind of dozed off. I didn't catch Splatoon it. Tetris either. It's called... That's uh, interesting. I put, it, I put it on here. It has a specific name. It's called Table Turf Battle, and it's basically, it's basically like Turf Battle, but with cards, kind of. You, like, have oh. different shapes that represent, like, how much of the world you can cover with your ink, but it's, but it's like a... It's like a puzzle game, and it's like a two-player puzzle game that you can play in the game. So that's brand new. It's yeah, it's like a, a Splatoon Tetris-ish kind of thing. Just I only say so it's Tetris kind of like because a it has arcade. like I only say Tetris because it has like little blocks that you put in there that are that are like different shapes that like I don't know. It kind of almost it it reminds me of that of that weird fucking card game that you play in uh, Knights of the Old Republic, the Star Wars game, where, where you like where it's basically like twenty one. It's like blackjack, but a little bit different. But it's the same sort of thing. We throw one thing down and another thing down, and then eventually whoever covers the most area wins. It's kind of what it reminded me of. But yeah, it's it's like it's like another mode that you can get to on the on the lobby in the lobby, and you'll go and play the. Oh, and they they give you a starter card system or a starter deck to 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 start with when you when you start the game so you get your own that's a good start get your own little uh uh deck of cards (laughs) to play the game with so i think it's i think it's pretty cool cool not to mention um what else uh we got we got new amiibo coming in squidding in there they they look pretty cool they're not uh there's like a salmon run one like with the little egg guys it looks kind of cool that's like a big wave like i i i I think i'd get that one there's there's also like i got the Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, I got I got a couple of them too. They're, I don't think they're in here, but I do have a I have the first wave of Splatoon amiibo. Yeah, I got a few of them. Yeah, the very I got like the one with this the squid boy, the squid girl, yeah, and the squid. I don't I don't think I I don't think I ever got the squid sisters. I do remember seeing them though, and I think I was pretty close to getting them. But yeah, those are those are actually they're coming out towards the end of the year. It's it said holiday, so we're not getting it. We're not getting around the time. But I, I was trying to find the spot in the video, but I do remember there being a thing where they said they're going to do updates through 2024. So mm-hmm. so I've already seen people online being like, 20, to, you know, 2025, Splatoon, or uh, 2025, Switch 2. You know, like, that that's that that's like the decider that, that the next one will be. I hope so. That'll be that eight time. years. Yeah, right. I mean, that they're really going to be squeezing the juice out of it at that point. I mean, since it's a handheld, though, technically... Nintendo has been great at like keeping handhelds going for way longer than they should have ever gone it's for. True. You know, they, yeah, like the Game Boy. Yeah, they kept so much. Yeah, they squeezed so much life the out Game of Boy Game Boy. Game Boy had such a crazy life. Yeah, crazy life. Yeah, and it was based off technology from the seventies. Yeah, it. it was old when it came out. It was like, it, it wasn't even like up to the NES like ability when it first launched. But it's nobody, just the longer cared. and longer we go, it's like the less wonder ports we can do. <laughs> Yeah, like there's less stuff they can port yeah. over. Im- impossible, yeah, impossible. Ports well, or whatever. there isn't even like it is, isn't even a suggestion that oh, this new game's coming out. Uh, we're not. It's not happening on Switch. You can just tell. I mean, I, I was a. Uh, I heard on a podcast someone, some wise person once said that if you look at look at the difference between like 2002 and 2012, which there's a big difference in those games, or 2012 and 2022. There's really not that much. Like no. To, to no. That, like 2022 is a remake of Last of Us from 2012, where everybody's just mad that it's the same game. That it doesn't well, really look that different. Honestly, yeah. and I, the PS4 and Xbox One era was like for years before they started releasing 
game specific. It was like just remasters of games mm-hmm. that already came out. It was. Yeah. It was well, like I mean, the Switch did I that would think too. Like the first the five Wii years ones. were just yeah. remasters. Yeah. Well, most for the most part. I think PlayStation PlayStation specifically was very much guilty of that because I remember. Well, yeah, you know, because you got your Grand Theft Auto Five, and then you got your Last of Us, and they already did this, but now they're doing another one for PlayStation Five, which is just like, I mean, who cares? Like. And they're starting to do that with a little bit with PS4 to PS5. It's yeah. all remasters again. Yeah. Because it takes or time for these new games to get made. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Switch, I mean, Nintendo did the same thing with like the, with bringing the Wii U games to, to Switch. You know, like it's like, hey, uh, more people have Switches. So uh, how about Tokyo Mario Sessions? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think that was different in the sense that like nobody had played those games. <laughs> And it, it's also the it's also portable, so that, oh, yeah. I mean, it's well, a, it was all yeah, and it was also easy for them to just pack the just pack the games. It's yeah. like, well, I, hey, uh, how about uh, Super Mario U? You know, <laughs> here it is. You know, or, or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. They, you can you can pack the games with stuff you already made, or like releasing Bayonetta one one and two again, and like I mean, they did so many of them. That's why I yeah. think like I was surprised it was Splatoon two because it hadn't been that long since the first one came out, and so oh, I was you thought like, Splatoon why wouldn't one it just would be... come back? Yeah, why wouldn't it just be like Splatoon Deluxe or whatever? Yeah. But the probably the main reason for that is because then they would have to deal with cross compatibility, and they were just like, "Fuck that uh, new game." Yeah, and it's almost it's yeah. almost is Splatoon Deluxe. Like, I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a new game, but it almost feels like it's just you know, I mean, it's got new maps and stuff, so there's that. But yeah. it felt very much like playing the other game. Well, I mean, it's it also, had, I think, yeah. because it was so. The uh the first game was so integrated with the with the gamepad, they kind of yeah. needed to yeah. make a new game without the gamepad function. That's true. That that is one thing I really miss about Splatoon though, is the gamepad. Like how you could see That's the why map. we don't have how, how you could see the map on the screen and you could just like touch wherever you wanted to go and your little Splatoon guy would jump up and jump there. Like they never really they never brought that ability to Splatoon two because you don't have a pad to, to touch. Yeah, you can do just it, like warp. But I think it's like it has to be straight to your teammates. I don't think you could do like wherever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. I think maybe you can. I don't think you can warp like you. I don't think you could ever warp like you could though. In that, maybe that's. The I mean, I've prediction. only really played two, yeah. and I could warp to teammates. That's maybe the, I, I think the, I think when you started, but I thought you could warp wherever on the original one with the gamepad. Also, they changed the buttons around a bunch. Like all the all the jumps were well, the jumps were in different places because it flipped from like B to Y or Y to B, like depending on which one. I was saying maybe that's a big prediction for the next Switch is they'll add somehow a gamepad functionality back. I would love <laughs> they that. they added the yeah. Wiimotes basically with the I new... I mean, that's been... This. We talked about that for a long time. Like, like right, it's not Doing some sort of Chromecast idea. thing or something where you can like yeah. play your Switch but like cast it to your TV at the same time so you can still get that dual screen thing that you had in Wii U, you know? I would love that. If that would, if that would like make it a way where you could play like 3DS games on your TV, like what I always wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you had, you could get some DS games for the Wii U, which I still think is fantastic that you could do, that you could have done that. Like, I think that's so It's cool. really fun yeah. to play some yeah. of those. Oh, I, I love, I love playing Mario Kart DS on the TV. That's because that's still like my second favorite Mario Kart, so. I love playing. I I like Mario Kart DS and like Star Fox Command like on the TV. Like fuck yeah. Like yeah, I'm into that. It's a lot of fun. Plus you Mario can, Kart yeah. DS I played a lot of and it's a lot of snaking. <laughs> I mean, I did a lot of snaking in that game. You had to to compete. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean, it's good Snake! though. Like the levels are <laughs> are very very good. Um is there anything else you want to say about uh the Splatoon Direct? We've kind of been talking about it a while. We should probably move on. Didn't you have a didn't you have a thing you wanted to say? Yeah, about I have Splatoon? a story about the Splatoon games, and I'm kind of excited 
because I have a friend that I play Splatoon with all the time. And so me and uh, my friend, we met at like a social gathering and we were playing Smash Brothers. And uh, yeah, so we were we were playing Smash Brothers. So we exchanged uh, contacts. They were with their boyfriend that didn't play games. And um, we exchanged contacts. Everybody, we all in that group, like we had like a group chat where we were all playing different games and we were playing uh, mostly Smash Brothers. And uh, yeah, so uh, once once uh, we like we would talk all the time and then they were like, hey, I know I'm sort of viewed by society as a girl, but I really kind of go by they. But if anyone calls me a she, I don't really have a problem with that. And I was like, okay, well, that's interesting. And sort of just like the profile of the person just looked like an e-girl at the time. And so, yeah, we, uh, we were friends for a while and then they eventually broke up with their boyfriend. And then, um, we'd been talking all the time. So I, I bought, so we could have a game to play after the breakup. I bought Splatoon for this person. And, and so I guess like looking like a girl was, it was integral to the relationship that they were in. So that, that started to drop once they were single. And, um, one of the things I had noticed and, and they were talking about a little bit about the dysphoria, you know, like feeling like just not feeling like a woman and, and, and just not feeling any sort of attachment to being a woman and stuff like that. And so, but when we, uh, we start, I got them the game and, uh, we played all the time and they actually chose to be a boy in the game. And, so, I mean, like, if you look at the little characters, they're all very androgynous. So there's sort of an appeal to this person because they identify as trans mask. So not like he started using the pronouns he, but it's not, he doesn't see himself as like a, um, as a man per se, just trans masculine. So the sure. pronoun is he, but not necessarily a man, you know? So, so um, he, they. yeah, so he, they. But yeah, I mean, so like, and so it's, it's always, it can get a bit complicated, but like pronouns and gender identity are not necessarily the same thing. So he, he goes by he, but doesn't see himself as a man, but more like a boy um, and, and androgynous. So yeah, so he was playing with the character and he didn't really, um, we didn't, we would text and sometimes because he didn't like his, his high voice, uh, his feminine sounding voice. And, and then, yeah, just as I was playing it with, with them and we would text and play online and then they were like really good at the game. But, um, I was just like, the text I was getting, I was like, I think I'm, I think I am talking to a, a, a dude <laughs> that was just like my impression. Mm. I don't know how to explain it, but that was just how my impression of it was. Well, they, I mean, they, yeah, they, I mean, they got to become what they, what they always were or to fully, yeah, you know, so it was, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but I saw the transition happen in the game because uh, the game was, I think the game in a lot of ways was a, a starting off point because they were allowed, well, I'm just going to try this out in the video game. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then yeah, we, we, we've played that game a lot. And then we've actually been more on the voice chat since because they started taking testosterone and then his voice came down uh, a few uh like, like it's he sounds like sounds like a definitely sounds like a man on the phone uh so and then um yeah and then it was just wild i had this dream because we were like really close friends but i had this dream that there was like this woman i was talking to and it's like well now it's time to say goodbye or something like that and then this person disappears like who the fuck was that and then i was like oh i think it's like me coming to terms with not viewing this person as a woman anymore yeah and 
So that was like what happened there. But then like all the way up into what happened with, so I, uh, I bought that one as for the breakup, but like after the breakup, they kind of fully transitioned to a boy and they didn't keep a lot of their gamer friends either. Like most, all the other gamer friends, except for me, maybe there was a couple others were not okay with this person not being quote unquote, an e-girl anymore. So they, like a lot of the gamers stopped interacting with him. Um, and then, um, yeah, so they were like, one day they were like, hey, I got gendered correctly the other day. Like someone actually just referred to me as he. And so I went on there and bought Splatoon 3 and they just lot, like lost their shit. But it was it was like a cool moment. So we're going to play that game. I bought it. I already bought it for him and then I bought it for me. Uh, so we're going to definitely be playing that game. So that was the whole story that I wanted yeah. to tell about that. Well, that I mean, that's I mean, all, I mean, I've also noticed that there's been a whole lot of like uh lgbtqi or lgbtqia i think yeah i don't know why <laughs> it's a I, long I, I don't know why i'm messing it up because i because i hear it said all the time on on, yeah. on multiple shoots that i worked on anyway th- there's a there's a very good like a uh, queer acceptance thing in splatoon that i've seen like i saw a whole lot of pro trans stuff like on stuff that people had like uh made like you know had pictures that they had created and all that in the lobbies and that just like made me feel feel good about that i was gonna i, t- I, I, yeah, saw, I, was gonna I saw a lot too. of like the people really like were very supportive towards like uh gender fluid fluidity and like um and like trans people and stuff like that and i was like that's great i think it's because it's such a different environment than like because i remember trying to play call of duty and it, back then i mean this is my main friend i play online games with but that way back in the day when i worked at ups i'd play call of duty with my African-American friend and it would be like people saying the N word online. I was like yeah. so embarrassed, but yeah, yeah the Splatoon community is yeah. way different. Yeah. There's a lot of like hate, hate speech and stuff like that. And the more war based uh, games and stuff like that. But I, but I felt like, I don't know, Splatoon seemed different or at least like what I saw in the lobby, you know, it was like, it was I, cause I saw like a whole bunch of like pro trans shit, like right when I got on there and I was like, Oh, this is great. This is great that people are actually making this and this is here and it can be like a safe space for people. I mean, I yeah, I saw that absolutely... too with the drawings, and it's the similar to Animal Crossing. I think that both of those games. Well, because I think like in in Animal Crossing, they pretty much refer to you as like non-binary, right? They're pretty much like say they for your characters because as of, of the newest of the Animal Crossing, yes. that, yeah, the um, new New Horizons, yeah. What well, what I, what I was going to say though is that it's always been super clear that the Squidlings are not human, you know? Mm-hmm. They yeah. don't have the same norms we do, and it does. It can be ideological in the sense like you can look at Splatoon and be like, this is kind of a utopia, but it's also a dystopia. Literally, Splatoon 3, I do believe. I mean, Splatoon is actually, I mean, isn't it like the world has ended? Like, I think people forget that Splatoon 1, that was the original story, was that this is that like humanity like is completely died. Like, like it's gone extinct and that these squid people are what. Or what exists now. So and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. not only are they gender fluid, they're literally fluid. They can turn into fluid and move around. That is true. That's a very good point. Yes. <laughs> they can't <laughs> jump in the The whole egg thing can, is yeah. like violent, but nonviolent simultaneously. You know, like it's competitive, but no one's really getting hurt. Yeah. Unless I did, falling yeah. off the edges. I don't know how they live. Well, they do know. have the little, like, little, 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 like soul spirit things that come out of you when you get destroyed. But I, but I do, but I did always like kind of love the cuteness of it. Like that it's, mm. yes, you are shooting each other, but it's not like overly in your face violent or, you know, I, I feel like it created its own, like, I don't know, like its own like culture around that. And I don't know, it became this nice, more accepting area to be in and all that. But now that, you know, they've added the, the octolings and then um, whoever 
big boy is and stuff like that <laughs> like i mean there's there's cats and stuff too but like just as far as like not only is it fluid on you know like even though they're different species they're just hanging out it's very star trek in that regard mm-hmm. i like it i do like the splatoon 3 hub sort of like vibe of being very like far distant future but at the same time being like this could be humanity now but humanity like will have to be gone for this to be a near, near future thing yeah the future if they imagined it in the 90s because everything looks like it's from the 90s <laughs> that's true. sure yeah it does it does kind of it's yeah. got a, a level of cheese that i really like I mean, yeah yeah I mean, even like the dabbing. When I saw the dabbing, mm-hmm. I was like, "Well," or like the meow, 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 when, like the you know, when the mm-hmm. when like the the deep cut comes out, I'm just kind of like, mm. but I'm like, horn, but yeah. I'm like, whatever. But but it's all still kind of cute, and I'm all right. But I but I think it's I think it's great that like this that, that your friend like kind of used platoon as a way to like to to come out as a trans person and to like transition into like what they what they are and all that you know they're true yeah i think the i think 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 that's cool yeah i think what clicked was the androgynous nature of the little squidlings and seeing seeing themselves as more like an androgynous boy than necessarily a man i think they identified with that um those characters so i think it did help and they just like painting stuff so they like they don't play shooters yeah so no, it's a, yeah. No, I mean, I think it's I think it's a real interesting game because of that because it is a shooter, but it's also like so different. And I was very intrigued with the first one and the second one as well. I think the second one's like one of my most played Switch games. Like I used to, I mean, you know, I, I hit those splat fests like every weekend whenever they <laughs> whenever they happened. You know, I used to stream yeah. stream them and all that. So I'm really excited to see that come back for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Some of the most time I've spent on editing videos, maybe the most. Oh yeah, we had those. Yeah, we did those like split screen, those split screen. uh, Because we would have to figure out a way to actually be in the same match or make that work. And then once I did, I have to like sync up our screens, and like I didn't know how to use OBS at the time, so I was actually ah, it was stupid. I made it work, and I I learned how to make thumbnails, and then I just threw it all in the bin for sure. And I I mean, uh, speaking of like you know being able to do whatever in games, like just I just thought of it because like Animal Crossing. I loved how Animal Crossing like never like gender locked any of the outfits and all that, where you could just like wear whatever you want. It wasn't just like oh you can't buy this dress because you're whatever. And I don't think you even like picked your gender on that, right? It was just pretty much you. That's one of the things I, I really miss about yeah. Mitomo. The little Mitomo was like a fun little yeah, online thing that you could I not pick like... your gender on that and wear whatever well, I think you, you want. Did, yeah. I think you did pick your gender, but you could wear whatever you wanted, and oh, okay. so it was fun to be like. And the, like Princess Peach's dress or whatever. Oh, It'd sure. definitely be cool if more games did that. There's not really a reason to necessarily because you're just going to create the, the character you want to create. So there's no reason exactly. to have to pick a gender. Yeah, and you just should. like make those options available across the board, and then well, you they, don't have to add more content as much because you've just doubled the options for everybody. What 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 I thought was cool. I mean, the one thing I thought was cool that I heard about for like um, Cyberpunk '77 and all that was that uh. Was that like you? There were no genders in that. You would just like pick how you looked, and that would be how you look. Like you just decide the way you want your character to look. You don't have to be like this thing or this thing. You know, it's just like, mm-hmm. and more games. Yeah. More games should be like that. You should just be able to just design your character how you. I own that game. How you how you want to look, and uh, that's that. I never I played. That I, game I never played the sealed. game, but that was one thing that I heard was cool about it. I know the that, other, that was one thing. <laughs> I know there's a lot of other really terrible things in there, especially as far as like we don't have to get into it. There is like the other side of that as well, where there were some like really 
hateful shit in that or whatever. I didn't know anything about the story of that game because it was like it was the buggiest game I think I've ever seen released. <laughs> I was like, didn't you? Didn't, I was really, you, didn't you like buy it and then like return I, it? I pre-ordered or it for yeah. Xbox. Yeah, and I put it in. I played it, and I was like, what? is going on yeah <laughs> like there's people walking through walls like what is going on here? do you have the the whatever the newest xbox is i don't even know what it's called uh, i don't you, i don't currently have that i sold it but you yeah did, right um, you did for a second yeah yeah so I, I had series the series s. x series s Jesus. i had the series s not the x it was hard to get an x so i had the s the s is, s perfectly is the, fine. the digital one right and then uh, yeah okay 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 it's perfectly fine because you're gonna probably use game pass most of the time anyway mm. on the xbox so yeah. And you can add extra storage, right? Yeah, and you can put it. Uh, but it's like, uh, I mean, you can you well, you can put a hard drive on it, which is nice. But the SSD is still like two hundred bucks, so it's pricey for more storage. But you, you, I mean, you don't really. I mean, you can switch. You can if you put a hard drive on it, you can just switch out the games. So you can just use the SSD for like your eight games you're playing, and then switch them out if you need to. You I mean, don't that's how I play everything. Yeah, I'll just yeah. delete a game if I'm not going to play it for a while. And I mean, yeah. you, new on there. I mean, have you have to for playstation 4 i mean you can only have and like switch. you can only, only have like six games on there at once i feel like they're just not like <laughs> switch, optimizing the code yeah. sometimes with those games like they're not trying to make them smaller files it's maximalism it's a thing that's why yeah. <laughs> that's why the switch exists to pick up the crumbs underneath well yeah. uh aside from splatoon is there anything else you've been playing on switch jesse that you want to talk about yeah, I've been. I I started well because Xenoblade Chronicles Three got all these great reviews, so I did start playing Xenoblade Chronicles One. So I've been playing that. I just want to say I hope that you make it to Xenoblade Chronicles Three because Xenoblade Xenoblade Chronicles Three is so good. Oh my god! I've heard. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm in love with I've that got game. A long like road seriously, to it. <laughs> I don't want to. Like I'm. I'm just saying. I I know. Like I'm the I'm the Xenoblade fanboy and all that, and I always talk about the games and all that and how much I like them, but. Holy shit, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is really, really good. It's actually really, can... really good. Like, it's like my... I mean, it. I know it's super predictable, but it'll probably be my game of the year, unless, like, something else is better. But I've been loving Which year? it. This year of 2022. Okay. I was saying, I've been loving the shit out of it. In the and next it, decade. I was saying, it, it's so much fun to play. Like, the characters are really, really good. Like, the class system is really good. The battle system is really good. And the story is, I think, the best written... And there's a lot of really cool shit in it if you know the other games. Like, it's basically like, I mean, the whole, like, Agnes versus Kevis is basically like Xenoblade Chronicles 1 versus Xenoblade Chronicles 2. So they just got, and it even goes into the moves that you do. They they get, like, they, they work the same way as 1 and 2 does and all that. So they really, there's a lot of really cool shit to, to look forward to if you're not completely tired of the series when you make it through 1 and 2 completely. Can it exist in a vacuum? Like, can you just play through yeah, you can play it without. I mean, I think I think the story is incredible. Like that's what I like about it a lot. It's basically like I think I said it before. It's it's basically it's Romeo and Juliet in space. It's basically what it is. Is it concurrent with two? Is that what I read? Or what do you, what do you mean? Something else. Like it exists on the same timeline, but it's in a different place at the same time. No, that I, mean? I that I I don't know about the timelines and all that. I just know that there. Yes, there will be. Like there'll be references to it. Like last last week, we you know we talked to Hutch about uh, about the mythologies and all that of Xenoblade Chronicles three. But um, like you know we talked about how like Melia is part of like uh, the Agnes people, like the Agnes Queen. I think is what he said. Um, but there's also a Kevis Queen, which I think is Nia from Xenoblade Chronicles two. So 
I think they're just kind of just bringing parts of it in there to, to show it to you, but you don't need to necessarily necessarily know that to get into it. Was that too spoilery? <laughs> I don't think so. I th- I was worried maybe I was spoilery. No, I no. um no I no you, you can you can play Xenoblade Chronicles three without what it, what it, what is what is really cool about it and what I've been like really really getting into is the fact like I said it's 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 Romeo and Juliet so you're basically two factions going against each other. You find a way to fight together and you realize that you don't have to fight each other and what you do is you actually are just there there's these things called flame clocks flame clocks are what are refilled by people dying by their spirits like going into the air and when you destroy the flame clocks you can actually liberate the entire the the entire like colony so that's what you're doing you're going around and teaching every, world building you're basically going around and teaching everyone that they don't have to kill each other and they don't have to be hateful and i love that and that's all I want to say. So it's like the paper lanterns, kind of like an, an analogy, like based on that sort of. Like. Well, it's just basically. Well, it's kind of. It's almost kind of like Plato's cave. You know, like you're going into the cave mm. and you're fucking breaking the cave and being like, you're like being lied to, and we're going to destroy this flame clock, and now you can be your own self, and you don't have to live in, in this world that you've been born into and all that shit. Like I just did like a side mission where I basically helped somebody are they allowed to bring their play-doh with them outside yeah (laughs) i was helping like this mechanic character who was making like uh making like robots that killed people and he just wanted to make good robots and you basically help him break out of this world that he thinks he was born into so he could make like help robots that will help people and that he won't actually ever have to kill anybody ever again like stuff like that they're doing like wow yeah they're doing like crazy uh i don't know i've been loving it like i'm like 20 hours in and and it's great. It's basically been the only thing I've wanted to play. I mean, I've seen nothing, like I said, I've seen nothing but good things on yeah. the intranets, including socials. So I'm sure you've heard about it on a lot of the podcasts that we listen to also. I know they're going to be talking that about it for a while on that. But you're playing Xenoblade Chronicles 1 still, Jesse. I mean, do you like it? Definitive yeah, I edition? do. I enjoy that one. It looks really pretty on the OLED uh, Switch. The story of it is is really, is really cool. I played a good amount of Z- uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I don't know if I'm going to restart that or just pick up where I left off. Um, just, just, just stay where you're at and just follow the. Yeah. I say just follow the. I mean, you know, because it. They, they, what's really good about those games? They put stuff on the maps to tell you where to go. Just like, yeah, you know, just follow the thing, and you might have to grind. You if you get struck, if you get stuck, like grind on some of the side missions, and then go back to it. Yeah, you know? I mean, I played on the train and stuff, so I do. Yeah, most of the grinding there, and then I when I'm. Winding down at night, I'll play it on the TV, and then that's more like the story stuff. I'll try oh, yeah. to do more of the story stuff. <laughs> I, I so. love, yeah. I, that was um the the Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition on Switch. That was the that was like the f- the time that I played through the whole thing because I I did not have the Wii version and I bought the 3DS version, which is not which is not great. <laughs> I so. had I had the yeah. Wii, <laughs> yeah. the 3DS, and the Switch version at different points, and this is the first time I'm like this is the farthest I've gotten in the game so far. <laughs> It's great though, and it like, looks amazing. I, yeah. Too. I, I really, like, I'm, yeah, I love the I'm, shit. I out was of that. like weird. Yeah. I found it weird how people were complaining about the the. It looks it looks way better than the Wii version or the 3DS version. Yeah. Well, yes. I mean, the, well, it's the, remastered, the, right? The, it is. It was the. the people were yeah, saying it like they, wasn't they really remastered. No, it is though. I mean, it. They actually. I mean, the polygons are different. Like I've watched comparisons and all that. Like the the characters look way different as they did on the Wii. Obviously, this is like a couple generations above. You know. Yeah, the Wii. They look yeah. a little bit more like Vagrant Story, sort of PlayStation. Yeah. 
kind of care PlayStation one character but better than that, but it, lo- yeah. it was kind of angular. Sure. And they look way different. They yeah. look way different on the, yeah. on the, on the switch. Yeah. I've seen comparisons and there, there's, there's a big difference between the two of them. I used to, when I would play it on three DS, I used to, I used to pump up the, the brightness because it, what I, whenever you're playing a game that looks bad, you just want to bump up the brightness yeah. to make it look better. And that's, and that's what I did with playing Xenoblade on, on the three DS. Cause it does look kind of bad on that. I definitely noticed playing this time, like, because of how big the worlds are and the uh, and the vistas of like things you're looking at. Um, like, I I can see the, the 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 their influence on Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Breath of the Wild, it had it was it's unique in that when you're walking along, you're actually you every angle of the game. They it seems like they've paid attention to what the rest of the map looks like at, at that angle. Um, which a lot of open world games I don't think necessarily do that. So it was like the first game I played where it's like, oh wow, this game looks cool from any angle. Mm-hmm. And yeah, was, Xenoblade's like that too, where it's like it seems like it's it, it it's intentional that this is this this view that you're seeing they crafted for you to see. Yeah, the, the, that's a big thing about those games that I really like. It's like you'll especially the first one, like you're just running around, you'll be like, oh, this looks really cool, or I really like this part, or I felt like always the traversal on the on like the different areas is always good, to, really nice to look at and all that. I don't know how they develop a map like that. Do they? I mean, do they just walk around? Because it's just like having to... It's one thing to like pick a cool camera angle, but to make something look consistently interesting from every angle, yeah. like I don't know how you do that. That's like crazy. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. Well, we were talking about it last week about like how uh, Nintendo hired Monolith to like yeah to help them do Breath of the Wild and Animal Crossing. Weirdly enough, they also worked on Animal Crossing, but they're kind of like you know Nintendo lets them do their weird Xenoblade stuff, but they also come in and help Nintendo do the big shit, you know, because they're really good at making these big worlds that look really cool. Like and yeah, and that was one of my favorite things about Xenoblade is that like. That I was like, oh yeah, this. When you're playing it, you just are just kind of like, oh yeah, this looks neat. And uh, like I said, I've been I've been loving Xenoblade, but I've I've been on the road like for the past like three weeks, and I haven't really been able to play Xenoblade that much on my TV, on my 4K TV. And I finally played it like the last past couple of nights, and I'm like, oh hey, it looks even prettier, you know? Yeah, it does kind of upscale on that, but it still looks good. Like I like playing it handheld. I like playing it on random TVs, <laughs> even though like my 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 wife's uh, grandmother's TV has some weird color shit where it looked kind of weird but i was i made it look brighter you know so it wouldn't look nicer because there's some sort of weird yeah the digital foundation on there the the digital foundry thing on that was cool because it it has it upscales the textures on the switch itself not to 4k but it up it upscales them from the low resolution textures Mm -hmm. so it looks quite like the game looks quite a bit better than the other ones as far as the resolution. They did. I, I don't know if you listened to that IGN that the, one of the last IG, the one that like Cat Bailey did the IGN Xenoblade one with digital foundry on there. Yeah. I, I, love I, had, I didn't listen to it. I love that episode because they pretty, it was pretty much acts of the blood God taking over IGN. And I was like, yes, cause that's like probably <laughs> my, that's probably my favorite podcast ever. But, uh, but they had the digital foundry guys on there and it was cool. Like just, just how they were just gushing about the way, uh, Xenoblade looked on the Switch. And and one thing I thought was really cool that they mentioned is I guess they they were saying that they that they took time to make like the way their feet move on the ground is different yeah. in three, like to make it actually look like they're touching the ground and all that. Yeah, and now when, when they I, when, now, they, yeah. when now, they step on a certain hill or rock, their feet react to it more. Yeah. Now, now when I play it, I'm like, oh I can I can tell that it actually kind of makes it look like they more live in the world than they would in the other ones. So Yeah. It's impressive. 
is a uh, is there anything else you want to talk about that you've been playing? I played a little bit of Mario Strikers in in your guys's uh, tournament. Yeah, Whatever. well, it's it's mostly John. John's the only yeah. one that got it. But I've been the only one. I I, I haven't ever seen him on there. I, I played. I joined the. I joined your guys's thing, and I played if I played a, several matches on there. That game is pretty good. It definitely needs updates. It also is like weird that your goalie sometimes just sucks, and then sometimes he's oh, really yeah. good. Yeah, you posted a bunch of stuff about that. When you posted about like while they were doing they're doing the super moves, and you can't like stop them from doing it right like the post on twitter yeah so i don't know if that's like a lag thing but there was a few games few uh, several games in a row where i was really frustrated that like i would try to block the super move and i clearly hit the person before they do the super move and the super move still happens so that needs to be fixed with the online because that's very frustrating because it, it's they get two points and yeah, I would clearly like if you the, the the thing is is that it takes some time to do a super move, and then if the other person is able to hit them before they do it, it cancels it, and it also completely cancels their super move abil- ability. So they and until they get another super move, they can't do it. So, but there was a there is multiple times like that, and I recorded it where I would try to kick the person. I kicked them way before the super move happened, and then the super move still happened. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just a lag with the online or what, but I was super frustrated with that because it's like it basically can cause you to lose the game. Mm. Yeah, the, I, I played a little bit on the demo online and it just did not look did not work well. Like, I think I posted that one thing where it's like, great game. It's just basically like online dropped. You won. Hey, guess the other it's guy, a shame because like, yeah. it, it's it's a it's a fun game if they work out some of the kinks, like some of the online kinks with that stuff is annoying. And then like the goalie being inconsistent. Sometimes he's really good at, it, at what he's doing, and then the other thing is like your a, the AI of your uh, your teammates are idiots. Mm. So I I don't pr- I prefer playing by myself, not with another teammate, because I it's just it's more it's different than like Rocket League where everyone's their own car. It's more like you're playing everybody, mm. and that's fun. But um, it's like NES, like double dribble or something. Like yeah, it's like NBA Jam. Steel, NBA Jam. Yeah, I think it, it's a very much like NBA Jam. So that's it's really fun in that respect. But um, the thing that is like weird about it is that your 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 teammates, your AI teammates, are idiots, and that that super move drops on onto the court, and your AI teammates will just walk away from it, or they won't think to grab it. And when you're trying to switch characters, it's going to switch to whoever is closest to the ball, not to whoever's closest to that super move. So you can it can be impossibly hard to get to the super move, and your AI character just looks at it and doesn't. That just doesn't bother to grab it. Hmm. <laughs> it's hmm. like that's a, some stuff like that they need to really work on. It's a great game. It's just they need to work on that plus add more content. But the, yeah, that's that. Some of the complaints of that game are legitimate. Where it's just like this is a really fun game, but they need to fix some of these things. <laughs> How's the uh, so as far as the install base goes? You can kind of surmise from how quickly do you connect to matches and stuff when you play? Like oh, the matches like happen really quick because you okay. only need another. You only need another person, and then you guys may continue to keep oh, doing okay. rounds. Okay. Yeah, you may can the two of you may continue to do rounds for forever. So, you, I, guess I, I, I was I didn't curious have any about the like with more people how that was, but I didn't have any problem connecting with people uh, at all. But it's also like if you're playing by yourself, which I prefer, and the other people, and there's two teammates, it almost feels unfair because there's two smart people where my team is all idiots. 
So, <laughs> you know, so it's like you're averaging out your smartness over everybody and then they're all. Yeah. Um, so you, you're, you can only handle one character at a time, but they can handle, mm-hmm. there's two people playing. So it almost, and, and, and you don't get to choose whether you, you play one-on-one or you get, you, it, you, sometimes it's one-on-two and that I feel like I'm out, 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 out manned when that happens. It's like, have you played foosball? Like if you play against two people at once, even if you're kind of good, you're not going to win. That's a good you analogy. That's like what it feels like. Extremely good. No, I mean, no way. Cause you can't control them all at once. Yeah. Well, right. you can, Unless you got like three arms or something. If you know what you're doing, you can kind of switch between them, but I've never, you gotta be real quick. <laughs> yeah. And it's also play, weird that they like, didn't, you skip them. They didn't allow for four players, like for like everybody can play a character. Like that was strange that that that, that choice was made. Yeah. I think it's just because how the online was working. Mm. Yeah, I, w- I was kind of waiting to see like what the updates would be. I think the only thing they've added so far is Shy Guy and Daisy, so that wasn't enough for me to jump on it. Plus, like I said, other you know there was like Live Alive and Xenoblade, and just I, I just got distracted by all these other games. So, so the the gameplay element is that like you don't need a at least for me, I, I don't need a lot of con con. I mean, they should add more content, but. I haven't needed a lot of content to have a good time with the game because like the strategy of the game itself, like all the different things you can do um, with the super moves and, and the, uh, and the lobs and the, and the passes and the timing with, with hitting every, like all these different things you can do with the controls is very interesting and, and complex. And so it can be a lot of fun once you, once you get the hang of the game, but then, yeah, when your goalie just lets something go through that, probably shouldn't have and and the other guy's goalie is like like the best goalie that's ever existed it just feels a little unfair so there's this stuff like that i feel like and and just like my main complaint was the super move thing that was that was driving me crazy how i could i was stopping super moves but they were still going through Mm. yeah it seems like it yeah they kind of just be like unstoppable you know yeah Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! <laughs> With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo may never made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Domain. 
Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and hey, Mario, let go. He's throwing us back to the show. So long, gay Bowser. Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Game over. played the new mario kart races yet wave two i didn't know there were there was new content i'll have to I p- have. play that are, are you on a are you on the expansion on the yeah. expansion pack okay so i played the first round if there's a new set of races i've been so busy i didn't even notice oh, <laughs> it just uh it just came out what friday. last uh friday right yeah, yeah. well and it was a uh, it was at like 9 a.m thursday yeah, it was 9 a.m on thursday last week but uh yeah they added they added eight more levels more courses on there actually i think these Two ones cups. i think these ones are better than the than last wave i do too and they actually they also updated they updated some stuff from the from the last new courses so that's cool i don't know if you had heard but um the the original um the coconut mall like when you're when you fly out and there's the cars yeah. down there they didn't move when they when they added those to mario kart 8 but now they yeah. move. Now they like spin and now they kind of do little donuts. They like spin in circles and they can knock you out. So oh, that, wild. So that was a cool. So they they added harder. So they added that. Well, I mean, they, they always moved in the Wii one, though. They would go back and forth they like did. they're trying to and park. And your friends would be driving them. Yeah, and they were me. Oh, so yeah, so you'd see, your, see their friends' faces on there. There's one map in the first round where the cars used to move and then, then they didn't. I don't remember which one that was. Was, was that Coconut, Coconut Mall? Mall? It's Coconut yeah. Mall, yeah. Oh, so they weren't moving, and then they, now they're moving. Yeah, they weren't moving in the Mario Kart 8 version, but now they're moving in the latest update for, As of the latest for Wave update. 2. Yeah. So, oh, now, so, now, so now they move so again. They patched the first four or the first eight courses. That yeah, because I guess also what I heard on Choke on Chaco Mountain, like now you can. You can have like the your your wheels turn brown as you're driving through the thing. So oh, that's they cool added too. this little tiny like update on that where it'll actually you know the farther you go the browner your wheels get or whatever. It's just such a weird little thing, but yeah, that's in there. But aside from that, there's some there's some pretty good levels in there. What Waluigi Pinball is on there, which Waluigi Pinball, which for, Walu- for yeah, life. Waluigi Pinball is like probably one of the best. I think it's one of my favorite courses from any of the Mario Kart games. So it's really nice. It's to see my it on second there. favorite. Mario Kart course. What's your favorite? Of all the games. Wario Stadium. Oh, well. (laughs) I think there's better ones on on Mario Mario Kart 8. I like the one where you go through the clouds. I just loved Wario Stadium. That's one of my favorite ones. The one where where it comes out and you're like, you land on a question block and it has like the, the, like, I just want every stage. I want them to do every stage that ever happened in one game. (laughs) I mean, they they, kind of do it. I mean, they might. They're almost doing that. Yeah. They're getting there. So my, I, I made like a top eight on here. I can go through it really quickly. I guess we already talked on my favorite one, Waluigi Pinball. 
But my second one, which I think is pretty rad the way they did it, but my second favorite is Calamari Desert, which you talked yeah, about that as well, like, Jeremy. Yeah, that fucked my head up. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? So Calamari Desert was a race from Mario Kart 64. And what I love that they did is the second lap, there's like this little ramp that like just basically throws you onto the train track and you have to go through the tunnel. It's literally where the, it train the train is <laughs> yeah. like up in the sky. So you have to drive on the actual train track, which is pretty awesome. It's the yeah. whole, it's the whole thing. Like it's yeah. the whole course is it's three laps, but the course alters as you go. Yeah. I like that. I wish, they would, where you go. I wish they it would do that with more with, with the older ones and just, and switch. I was like, like, wait, that. am I playing a, uh, uh, the to- toad highway or whatever the one is from 64? Like all of a sudden, like I'm against traffic, but it's a train. Yeah. Like, you got to stay away from the train. No, I really like that a lot. I like that. They changed it where you can actually was, go, you go through me. the tunnel no and it's all dark and it's just like your mm-hmm. headlights. And I'm like, that's awesome. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I think out of uh, out of the eight courses, obviously I like Waluigi Pinball the most, but that one, like as far as like course they've added new stuff to, that's the one I've been most impressed with of the last of two waves now. So yeah, Calamari Di- Desert, my second favorite one. Uh, number three, Mushroom Gorge, which is always fun to jump off the mushrooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now there's a blue mushroom in there that'll throw you up, and you can add, and you can float down and all that, which I believe that was in the. 3ds in the mario kart 7 it was in there so they're using that version of it more than the wii version but it's cool um sky high sunday which is like the brand new one which is all uh which is all anti-grav the one that's like f-zero similar whatever where you're so, yeah, that's going what, up and down the, the ice cream yeah so that's what i said I, w- I was a little underwhelmed by this because the visuals just aren't my cup of tea like it reminds me of uh that level in mario galaxy where you're like on a cake and there's all the little holes you know what i'm talking about like yeah. it's an action-based level and you're walking through like all these candies and cakes and there's all these holes where you can fall to your death like i don't know something about like candy as an aesthetic i, I just never liked. you just don't like seeing candy in video games i didn't even really like candy <laughs> land as good, to be honest the, the one, so funny he's like i just don't, fuck like, candy I don't land. know about this candy the the one thing fuck i thought candy land the one thing i, I don't thought care was about <laughs> gumdrop so you must hate gumdrop candy swap. crush you just like uh, candy crush. Never for played. Me never played that game. A candy ever. divorce. Yeah, never, I skipped the crush. Went straight to the divorce. Never played Candy Crush. I barely played that. I think I don't even yeah. remember if I did. I, I never. My uh, my partner's mom loves that game. So apparently, I think my my my, my stepdad plays it, but <laughs> but it's not definitely any, like a casual. But not any game not any friends that I knew actually played Candy Crush. But honestly, I I was impressed, and I want to give props to. Nintendo for it not being F Zero, you know, like it's ice cream, it's wacky. I mean, I think it's from Tour, right? No, I no, I thought it was new. It's original. I heard it was original, yeah, because because uh, it seasonally the, appropriate. Because the Ninja one was original too. Yeah, that one was new. That's true. Even though it is on Tour now, the the ice cream oh. one, but it was original on Mario Kart Eight before it was on Tour. I don't oh, like okay. the color scheme of some of the some of the ice creams. Okay, so. For me, this is what I think is weird about the ice cream one. So, like, you know, they're ice cream Sometimes scoops. Clear. They're ice cream scoops, but they're, like, smashed on the top so you can drive mm-hmm. on them. That's weird to me, I guess. I don't know. And there's that final ice cream scoop that looks like puke green or whatever at the end there, which is kind of weird. And But I do like at the end where you jump off of, there's, like, you jump off these ice, like, they're basically, like, ice cube trays. And you go into this little, like... It's it's like the penguins ice ice lounge or whatever, and there's like a jukebox. Like I like that area. I don't know. And what what's really cool actually is there's like a railing through the middle of it. And I don't know if you've done this, but if you just run through the railing, 
you will just spin and boost constantly through the whole thing. I didn't know that. So it's really fun to do it that way. I've only played... Yeah. I played each cup once. Like, I did it right, like the hour before we started. Uh, I, I, play, I played them a few times. Well, I played them when they came out while I was editing the podcast, and then I played them again when I was drunk in uh, Indianapolis on that other shoot. And then I played them again when I got back with Jess. But I did actually get a gold my first yet. try on 150cc in... Um, propeller cup yeah i got gold my first try and 150 cc so these courses are good i was i didn't have as much luck with the turnip cup but trey did send me uh his pro controller which ironically i bought for him here in champagne brought to him the circle is circle circle is complete i gave it to you in milwaukee and you uh, you paid me for it obviously i did pay for it but um i uh so obviously th- this is on loan, but that's why it's my I said second hand professional because oh. I'm using the <laughs> the pro controller and it worked great for Mario Kart. Like the first cup I played, 150 cc was the turnip cup, and I got fourth place. So you know, not great, but then I played the propeller cup and got gold, and I was happy. For for anybody who you know, for anybody who hasn't listened, been listening, Jeremy has had like crazy controller trouble on the on the Switch. So I sent you my least favorite controller, the uh, Nintendo Switch Pro controller that that you uh, <laughs> that you found for me. That is my least favorite controller. I sent it to you because I do not use it at all. I sent it to you with no battery and zero percent battery. I charge it, and uh, yeah, because I don't use it. I ha- I have two I have two eight bit Do Pros that I play. I have my bin I have my like my Binbox ones that I got, and I got my um my my regular Joy Cons, and that's what I use. So. Let me tell you something. Not only did I enjoy that you sent me this controller because it works like a champ. My cats love the box that the controller came in. Like probably because it smells, smells like, like my cats. And, Double yeah. trouble. <laughs> yeah. So all the cats, all three cats, have been like rubbing up against that and like wanting to hang out inside of it. And Keenan started chewing it up because he always does that. Yeah, I got some. I got some other shit. I think I got tea in there or something. I don't remember what it's from. Anyway, it was a box that I got and I repurposed. It was a gift re- for the whole family. Repurposed it put a put a controller in there <laughs> yeah i guess the rest of my list what was it mushroom gorge uh sky yeah sky high sunday snowland which was a game boy advance level which i think is okay because i kind of added some extra shit to it and there's ice everywhere so it's kind of fun mario circuit 3 from the original super mario kart i really like that which is all right it's it's kind of simple but it's yes it's reminiscent of the original game so a lot of people like it and of course my final two are the Mario Kart Tour ones because I don't really care that much about them. Uh, Sydney, the Sydney Sprint or whatever the fuck it's called, right? Uh, Sydney Sprint and New York Minute. I was actually kind of sad that New York Minute was not New Donk City Minute. It felt weird, right? Because it's like here's, yeah. it's like we already have a New York. It's New Donk City. I understand it's mm-hmm. from the the Mario Kart game. I don't care about Mario Kart Tour, but you know. Whatever. Yeah, I think they do like real locations in the Mario Kart Tour game. I don't know. It's it is strange though. It's it's For odd. The global sensation uh, yeah they do yeah they do they do do actual locations but it's just really weird to see a new york one when we already have the the mario equivalent of new york you know it's not canon yeah (laughs) yeah right (laughs) i just like well i mean i've been using my uh mercedes to drive in mario kart for a long time so when uh it's not canon the mario movie will explain all it'll explain how there's a new york and a new donk yeah, I'm not. Looking and you travel through <laughs> tubes to get to beach each of them. <laughs> I hope so. And they have very different street food, but they're all good. I hope so. I hope they're all traveling through uh, tunnels and all that, as they should be. The the, the Tetris 99 Ma- Tetris Maximus thing was over the weekend. 
I was thankfully I was able to finally connect to my internet at the hotel I was at, and I and and I I was able to play one game, and I got that Metopia theme that I missed whenever so you it came just got back the around. rest of the points you needed or whatever. No, you you only needed ten points. You only had to play one game oh. to get to get a Damn theme. Damn it! I should have played. I I, I, put, I had a. I put it on the Slack. You should have looked. I put it on right when I did that. I was very busy this weekend. I had a uh, with the meetup we did with the Tetris ninety nine. I had a blast with that one. I, for whatever reason, the Tetris one was really fun. Oh, the 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 one with Kevin. Yeah, we had like the yeah. tournament at the bar. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say. Um, well, let, I'm sure Kevin's gonna do a Splatoon three thing, but I'll definitely let you know because I actually met a lot of really cool. That's where I met Fuchsia and Janet and a bunch of other people. Was that that was like the first time? Actually, I think that was the first time I ever was that the first time I talked to Kevin. Possibly. Well, like. No, I did maybe another thing. Anyway, th- he does. He did a really good Splatoon party for Splatoon two, so I'm sure he's going to yeah. do one for Splatoon three as well. But I'll let you know. You know, when does it normally happen? I I, I never have days off. So it's been it's <laughs> been kind of it's been kind of random. Like it, actually, I haven't gone to the past two because I've been working. So I've just yeah. They they happen on Wednesday. He did like he did a he did like a, a Mortal Kombat or not Mortal Kombat. He did a Mario Kart Wave one party i didn't go because i was working yeah and he did like another and he did a he did a mortal Kombat thing with this with the sonya the person who played sonya in the games couldn't make that one and Whoa. then he, and then he did like a smash brothers one before that i couldn't make any of them because i was working on all of them so you know yeah but, but yeah there was like there's been like three others that i missed i think I, it's I can't, on a weekday i might be able to make it but it's, it's, weekends it's been wednesdays yeah it's been wednesday nights oh wednesdays would be easy for me it's mostly it's like wednesdays at the end of the month is what they've been gotcha so, so we'll see we'll see if he does something i do want to go i f- feel bad because i haven't been able to go for a while but hopefully i'll be able to at some point but yeah my weekend has been tuesday wednesday for like close to a decade now yeah it's been my weekend sure i get you jesse but um yeah well, I mean, I guess we could talk about this. Uh, speaking of uh, cool local stuff, our friends at uh, Toy Du Jour are actually having an art an art show coming up uh, in the first weekend of September, based around um, fighting games. I don't know if I ever uh, I don't know if I told you about Toy Du Jour, Jesse, but it's a it's a used toy place that uh, Jess and I went to multiple times. Uh, and actually uh, one of the owners, Sam has been on our show, but they're, they're very, very cool. Uh, I have a multitude of toys that I bought from them that are all over the place here. But uh, yeah, Jeremy, it, a lot of Star Trek toys, a lot of video game toys, but they, what they, they do these like art, they do these art shows where they do, uh, where they'll, they'll basically take toys and like repaint them and put them back together, put them together in different ways and make them themed. Like the last one we went to was basically variations of that He-Man, like the anti-He-Man that was like the blue robot with the with the thing on him. And they were just different versions of that. It was called the Fakers or whatever, something like that. Wild. But this one is but this one is based on fighting games. So I'm really interested. And it has like Toy Du Jour like in the in the Super Nintendo font and all that. I do really wonder if it's gonna be some of those G.I. Joe's Street Fighter 2 figures. I mean, well, those are so cool. Well, I, the last one we went to, Sam made. Uh, well, he made one of the um, the blue He Man. He made one based off of Krang, like a Krang toy. But uh, I mean, they do some really cool shit there. I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to like get them to come on here like a week or two before it happens, and so maybe we can do some promo shit for it. But I'm, uh, I'm really excited about it. It's actually right in the middle of my uh, three day wrestling week, but I might skip that 
skip skip that night so I can go to the tour de jour thing because they're actually having a Street Fighter competition. You're gonna at, skip your AW ticket that you bought. I have three tickets. I might skip the the middle one. Can you sell the middle one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could I could sell it. I have three I have okay. three tickets. As long as you can tickets. like recomp yourself for it. It's it's my least it's my least favorite of the three events. Honestly, oh, it's probably Dan Housen and like. Uh, no, it's a r- rampage. Which, a rampage, which rampage, which is on Friday, is my least favorite because they never have their matches are not to the caliber of Dynamite or the pay per view or whatever. I'm just saying I might skip it to go to the Toy Jure thing, but basically they're doing they're selling their uh they're selling um toys based on fighting games. And they're going to have a Street Fighter tournament at Logan Arcade, which is right down the street afterwards. So that's cool. I'm is they in their former Logan Hardware? Location. Yeah, because yeah, they are they are in a part of that. Yeah, but I was just I was very excited when I saw it. They have a really cool picture of it with the uh, with broken thumbs and all that, which remind me of my uh, my Street Fighter Callus, which I've talked about on the show many times. Uh, the description of it says a group art short. A group art show dedicated to the best fighting games of the last 30 years and those of us who never figured out any combo moves. So, I like that. And it's got a picture of Ken destroying it, destroying the um, the car under it. One of my favorite memes of the past few years is like, uh, I'm just going to park my car here. It should be fine. It's <laughs> the car from Street Fighter. Oh, too. my car. <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy was actually a playable character in Street Fighter V. <laughs> they they brought him in there just because it was so weird and meta and all that. They brought him in there. They should bring. They should make the the to, the smoking guy or from Mortal Kombat a character, a fightable character. Then oh, Dan Forden. They they should yeah. Just make him a playable character. I mean, I I don't think he works there anymore, so they probably don't want to pay him for it. But it would be nice. oh uh, the, yeah. Maybe he, they can make it. He was a maybe sound, they can somehow. He was like one of their sound guys. Like he recorded audio in that for them. Did you uh wow. did, did you did you try out the super punch out? two-player mode jeremy i tried it i couldn't get it to work for two-player but i did get to the uh like the grid the or menu. whatever like which is still like blows my mind like i've been playing this game since 1995 and i never knew about this so so this was a really crazy news thing so um so yeah uh super punch out on super nintendo which has been out for like 30 years like almost something like that close to yeah right? it came out in 94 yeah so it's like 28 years and uh, somebody somehow figured out a, a a new new cheat that nobody knew about. And basically what you have to do is you hold R and Y at the start button, but you have to do it on the second player controller. So you have to have two controllers hooked up. You can actually do this on the Nintendo Switch Online. That's mm-hmm. how I did it. And you, you hold can. you have to have two controllers. You hold L you hold R and Y and you press start on the first player controller. And then you're basically, you go to like this sort of debug thing where it shows like little Mac on the side and then it shows all of the characters that you can fight on the right. It's a like uh, portraits. And you can fight any of the ones of all the different leagues and all that. And Including the special cup. And what is it? So basically what you do is you hold Y and B on the second player controller and you pick one. But you but the, but the thing is, probably why it didn't work for you, is that you have to hold Y and B the entire time until you get to the actual match. So you have to hold it the whole way, because if you don't hold it the whole time, it won't work. Through the, like, intro and stuff. Yeah, so you have to hold it all the way through the intro. I held it until it showed, uh, uh, you know, like, the clown guy being, like, like, punching people. So Mm -hmm. I held, but I got to it, and it is, it's kind of... Mad clown. Yeah, it's, like, really surreal to just see yourself 
playing as the mad clown guy because all of a sudden you're just like hitting back and forth and you hit Y and he, hit, and he does one side and you hit B and he does the other one and you hit A and he does the like uppercut and if you hit, and you hit X he like grabs out. his face like he does that move I'm like wow this is insane that is so wild yeah, I mean that was before like, the internet with the, so, uh, yeah. with the Giga Dump like the Giga Dump uh, they didn't know about the two player mode or whatever yeah. we, 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 have to, we have to do a stream of it's us called playing Giga we have to do a stream of so us playing you, that online. We do. Like when you do the I want to be. Mode, I've always screen? wanted to be bear hugger. You can be I've whoever you been, want, man. Or I want to we'll, be a bear. We'll switch back and forth, but yeah. I've never been built to be a bear, but I could be. Bear <laughs> <hugger>. <laughs> but it's just really cool. I played. I played around with uh, Rick and Nick Bruiser and uh, and Mad Clown, and I'm just like, it's just so cool. Like, yeah, I can't believe that something like this was. That nobody figured it out. Yeah, even after the Giga the Giga leak or whatever, nobody well, if you figured remember, out. That it was. It's probably been about five years now, but do you remember like the the uh, tell that someone found in the NES Punch Out where like oh yeah, someone yeah, in the yeah. crowd like blinked or it was something like that yeah and that was when you could like hit if you hit your uh, that was when you would hit that, ball bowl right yeah yeah and that was discovered in the last few years so I'm not that Crazy. surprised but wow. Cool. I, I watched I watched a video of it. I watched a Game Explained video just because I was just having lunch and I was just trying to throw some YouTube shit on to watch real quick. And I was like, wait, I was like, I need to do that. So then I like brought my both of my 8-bit dough controllers in the room and I'm just like holding them and all that stuff. And actually, you know what? They they described it wrong in that video because they're like, just hold, uh, you know, yeah, R, R and Y and then hit A. I was following the Twitter thread. Well, so then I went back to the Twitter. Yeah, I went back to the Twitter thread and I'm like, what's wrong? And I'm like, well, you got to do it on two player. But then I got it to work. But I was like, yeah, this is pretty dope. But they, they put out, they had another video they put out when the uh, Super Nintendo Classic came out about hidden two player modes in there. And uh, I was telling Jess about this, but you can, you can actually play two player Earthbound if you have two controllers connected at the same time. And you'll basically both, you'll just both control the main, it's just they're both active. So if you want to, like, you can just fight over where Ness is going to go. Or you can just or be like, just I'll pass be, it off. yeah. Oh, well, or it'll be like, I'll be Pauline and you'll be whoever and, you know, and Jeff and we'll just do it that way. But I think it's cool that you can't actually play that two player. You just plug in another controller and then it's Same automatically Final Fantasy two player. Or six, whatever. Yeah, six did that too. But yeah, there's so many darn games on the Switch that I, I feel like if, even if I was playing games full time, it would take me forever <laughs> to get through everything oh, yeah. oh, that I have. There's definitely way too many games on Switch. Like I could, uh, if I was on a desert island with the Switch, I would have a lot to do because there's a lot of I got a lot of RPG backlog that would take multiple hours and all that. But um, what was it? Oh yeah, we were talking about Xenoblade Chronicles three earlier. And there was one one thing that I was playing when I at the same time when I was playing uh, the Mario Kart stuff, I was drinking at the hotel and I was kind of a little drunk and I played through all the new Mario Kart stuff again. And I'm like, I'm going to play Xenoblade Chronicles 3. So I put Xenoblade Chronicles 3 on when I was kind of drunk and I uh, and I switched I ended up switching the language over to the English version cuz I always played in Japanese. So this is the first thing for me. I'm like, I'll put it on English. It'll be easy for me to understand cuz I'm drunk. And uh, it turns out that I did not remember anything that I played of Xenoblade that night. The next day, I'm like, I don't remember anything that happened. So I, so I got back on. I was like, all right, I got, I got to watch whatever happened because everything has been important that I need to see there. And it turns out that while I was drunk, I just meticulously like captured everything that happened with the thirty second like thirty second captures. So I woke up and looked at, it, and there's like twenty captures of just like everything that happened on there. So I thought that was kind of a funny story. 
You're like, I'm not going to know where I was. I have to do. I think, I think it was more like I'm drunk and I'm like, this is brilliant. It's all brilliant. It's so good. You got to remember it. You got to put it together for your top 10 video list later, whatever. So that's what I was thinking about. That's the bro taking care of you. That's the bro that you pass off the no care. And also while I was gone, uh, just got me this amiibo. Wow. Got me Byleth of Fire Emblem. So I got another one here. That's old school. Nice. Uh, Oh, you're opening it. Yeah. Put it by the mic, mic, man. I was saying, I got one, so I got to open it for the show. I want to hear that sound. There we go. This is this is the one that does that one. Oh, nice! I was kind of mad that they. Well, I was, I was upset that they weren't releasing the Byleth, um, the the female Byleth, because that's one that I played as. But I I, I will go with that's this one. Badass. Because Byleth that's is actually badass. a really fun character to play as. I on like Smash. the fire on the. I think that's I another ju- game I gotta get through. I think I, I just finished Fire Emblem. I think I just said Dangerous. Smash with a with a th. Uh, Byleth and Smath. But yeah, no, uh, Byleth is actually a really cool character in Smash. Like they gave, I feel like they gave them some really cool moves and whatnot. So I was, I was definitely doing Shulk, Shulk and Banjo. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, have, I haven't, uh, I haven't scanned, I haven't scanned a uh, Shulk yet because you can, uh, you can unlock the Monado in the new game, but. I just haven't bought it. I, I don't. I don't get ami- I don't get Amiibo to scan them. I just get them to look at them because I look never cool. scan them. Yeah, I don't scan them at all. It seems either. like an inconvenience. <laughs> yeah. I have to take it off my shelf. Yeah, I have the. I only scan too. cereal boxes. God damn it. Yeah, I mean, I don't even remember what the cereal box did for you. Oh, was some? Was it on Sun or? Uh, it was a Mario it was on thing, Odyssey, right? Yeah. I think it gave you extra lives or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the your lives were infinite in this that game, though. It didn't matter. Mm. Don't need them. All right, Jeremy. What else do you want to say? I've said most of what I wanted to say uh, because you sent me the controller. That's I said earlier. That's why I was a secondhand professional, which I was kind of hoping John would be on the podcast because the you know Hitman's like sure kind of all about being the number one professional and. Uh, Next time. I, know, I, I saw he played a little bit of it, so I've, I'm sure he'll tell us more about the DLC and all that stuff once he gets back. But yeah, I, uh, Trey sent me their controller, and I've had it for the past six days, and actually put it up two or three days ago, just hooked it up to my Switch, and boom shakalaka, it works like a dream. And I'm Did you not have a pro controller before? I do, but it's bad. All the controllers broke. All of Jeremy's controllers yeah, broke, I think so I sent him one. Yeah. I sold mine at GameStop and bought a new one, and I really like my new Pro controller, but it doesn't have any issues with the D-pad. But yeah, the first round, the first several rounds of those Pro controllers were crap. Yeah, I, 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 I never really had, I never really had a love. I mean, I appreciate that Jeremy got one for me when they were like not really. When you couldn't really find yeah. them anywhere, but they were somewhat hard to find, yeah. But I, but I never really had that much of a love for my for Pro controller. I the buttons they remind me of the of like this of like the Sega controller, and I don't like the way the buttons are. I don't like the analog. It it has this weird heaviness to it and this wideness in the middle. I just I I just do not like that controller at all. It never really, it never really spoke to me. Actually, when it came out or when I saw it announced. I was pissed that I could not use my Wii U Pro controllers because I like those so much more than the Switch one, and you still can't use them on Switch in any way, and that's sad because I because I own two of them. And those like, were really like, comfortable. Come on. I, I like those a lot, and they and their batteries went forever. Like you could play them for like thirty hours before they ran out of juice. So yeah, 
I mean, you can actually, you can use them on your, well, if you have an adapter, you can use them on uh, the NES Classic and the Super Nintendo Classic, which is what I used them for at a bar, at a bar that I worked at. But yeah, it's a shame hmm. that they're not. You can use them on the NES Classic, but not the Switch. Well, I mean, there's a little, the, you, you can basically, there's a little adapter that you get that will make, yeah. that will make it recognize like Wii controllers and you can connect yeah. it to that, but you can't, but you can't connect it to Switch. I, I tried it. it. It won't work with that. So that's lame. Yeah, even with even with like the G Bros uh, Wii adapter, I couldn't get it to work with that. I, I was like, I thought I would. I'd be like, oh, oh, I can do it, but no, it, it didn't work. Nope. But I will say, thank you, Trey, for sending me a controller that I can sort of depend upon at least for the time being. Because I did play a little Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. There you go. Wait, there, there was there was a direct for that. I'm not, I'm, more, I'm not going to break it down as much as I did as this, at the Splatoon one because I didn't take as much notes. But what I what I realize what I guess what I notice is uh, there's going to be more afflicted monsters. There's going to be some new levels. Um, there's that like a uh, bat character or whatever that has a crazy new level for that um also uh, they're giving you like a new set of armor that you can use if you're just buying rise to help you get all the way to sunbreak which we should maybe try that armor out ourselves and maybe that'll help us out with uh with sunbreak as well you know is that the free armor they give you in the newest update yeah it's like the s armor or whatever that's supposed to help oh, you okay. like get leveled up to the to the to be able to do the sunbreak stuff well, needless to say, I didn't play much. I played one round, just uh, one of the, uh, what is the highest level match now that I'm on? I'm a professional now, or no, I'm saying whatever the new thing I accepted is the pro level or whatever. Yeah, I was in, I was in like the monster, I think I was like master rank three or something like that on Sunday. Master rank, there we go. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. So yeah. since I'm a master rank, there are, you know, different, there's just like, that's what I'm at now. So I've got a series of things I could choose from, from uh, the Elgato uh, NPC, which your name is like Dame something or whatever. There's also, uh, they were all, there's also like you can get skins that will turn you into different characters from Monster Hunter. And they're going to, they, they said they're going to start doing event quests like every week, like after the update, which happened like today, I think. But I haven't got to do it yet. But while I was, uh, when I was uh, traveling between locations on this last job I was doing, I had an idea. I was like, you know what? Because I was thinking about games that I haven't had time to play, like Monster Hunter and some other games. What I'm going to try to do is I'm going to do like, uh, I'm going to start streaming every Monday, and it's going to be multiplayer Mondays. So I'm basically going to play an online multiplayer game every Monday. And Are you doing it on Twitch? Yeah, on Twitch. That's my plan. I'm going to do multiplayer stuff, and I'm going to play Monster Hunter next week, but I'm open to whatever, you know. And if you know, if you Jesse or John or Jeremy want to join, uh, it'll it'll be like probably like eleven or midnight or I something like that. I work second shift, so I usually play. Yeah. I mean, I play games late at night when I'm yeah. winding down. So that might I might be more yeah. when I'm because yeah, I get off at like nine or ten, and I don't drink anymore, so I just come home and play games. Sure. <laughs> so. I do also. I work Tuesday morning. Yeah. Because I picked oh, okay. up a shift. Okay. Well, I mean, that, that I was, never work the mornings. That, that was just my plan. Is I was going to try to do two days on Twitch. I'm going to do multiplayer Mondays where I play any multiplayer game online. That can be anything. That can be yeah. Mar- Mario Kart, Mario Party. You know, Turtles. Uh, you know, like a z- was a Zombie Army was another one I was thinking of. It'll probably mostly be like Mario Kart and Monster Hunter right now because that's just what came out. And then I was going to do first person Fridays where I just play first person shooter games because I have a ton of those games to play. So that was my idea. Well, I need to say, like, I won't 
I don't need to say much about Monster Hunter because I only played one round and I realized, well, I played a couple of rounds, but I realized, you know, I need those helpers in this new mode. You do. And they didn't show up. So whether or not my internet is to blame or the time of day I played, I was quickly eradicated, but I still enjoy it. And I'm still getting a a really nice feel from the controls. Like they do remind me a lot of other stuff I'm playing. I just need to kind of reframe my brain. But Monster Hunter and the Souls games do have similar controls, which sure. it's probably the other way around. I think they stole their controls probably. But I was thinking about like because I saw people play it on Twitch. I, I watched some of uh, Trey play that game on Twitch, but I saw some people play Monster Hunter on Twitch, and it was like the most Monster Hunter Rise. It was like so like being a dinosaur or a monster in that world must be so strange because it's like there's four guys and then four yeah. dogs all come after you. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah. And, and cats, cats sometimes too. Yeah. <laughs> and then some cats. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're just kind of minding your business. And then there's like all these, like four people in these weird outfits with four dogs and four cats. <laughs> I would just get the now, fuck monster out. Monster Hunter has always kind of been like, I would uh, just get the fuck out of there. If I was that monster, like sometimes <laughs> they can warp into areas. You can't get to just go there and just stay there until they're, until they leave. Yeah. You know, just stay away from them. They're going to, but then you wouldn't have a game. They're so. going to carve you up and all that. Yeah. yeah. No, they don't, they don't get aggro for the most part. So it is a weird game in that regard. I've always felt that way about it. Like it, it is strange. It's got like a shadow of the Colossus that you feel, have to like, even hunt, though they yeah, usually do have, they have to hunt these those things also and do get turn them into crazy armor or weapons or whatever, but that's the, yeah, that's you the loop of the game. Them up yeah. Like a Thanksgiving Turkey. Yeah. That's the yeah. loop of it. It's like, Oh yeah, we got to it, It's like, Oh, but these monsters are like, they're they're like threatening the the village, but we also need to turn them into these crazy outfits. So we have to hunt them better, multiple times. Yeah, better well, people doing it in a video game of, than hunt tigers or something. You know, that's yeah, my yeah, view on it. Sure. I mean, yeah, they're not, you're think, not actually hurting anything because it's in a video. Game. Yeah, I think there's a bit of a naturalistic edge to it too, because like not only are you defending the town, but you're using the carcass of the enemy to defend against the next enemy. You know, like it makes sense. It's like using every part of the buffalo or whatever like that's a really scary <laughs> thing to say but it's kind of that i mean I, I sort of get that part of monster hunter but it really is about like these monsters that are just like grazing and then you walk and start attacking them and then your cat your dog attack them and then all these i mean it's a, it's totally going. absurd it's like just a, it's <laughs> totally a fantasy but yeah. yeah yeah i mean yeah it's it's it yeah it's basically i mean you know speaking of breath of the wild breath of the wild stole so much stuff from from monster hunter as well where it's just basically like mm. you take the monster parts you make something that makes you stronger against to fight the monster again like that's the whole that's the whole loop of it but for me like i was saying with splatoon the same sort of thing like you get enough stuff to make a cooler weapon or a stronger weapon and then you want to go back out with the weapon and then you get more stuff to make another weapon and that's how it just that's why it, it what keeps it so addictive i mean i put like 120 hours into monster hunter rise so yeah, I might like ninety five. Got to me, <laughs> yeah. And that's like trying to pick it back up. So I, I am getting kind of back into the the swing of it, especially with a functional controller. So I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to play it. I'm and there's like it. a there's like a I don't I don't follow Monster Hunter really, but there's like a DLC for Monster Hunter that's almost like a new game. Sunbreak, yeah. Sunbreak yeah. came out a few weeks ago. I haven't played all the way through it, but it got me back on it because I I did play Monster Hunter Rise for a hundred hours last year. And then there was some stuff I didn't do in, in Rise. And then when I started playing Sunbreak again, you can actually, they all kind of, they both kind of come together. So you can jump from one to the other real easy. So I went back and, yeah. and beat like the super boss of Rise 
because I got leveled up enough on Sunbreak, so you can kind of, like, just go between them. And I went back and I got all the... Because you can get all these stupid, like, uh, skins. So, like, my Monster Hunter character looks like Akuma now from Street Fighter. And I have... Oh, nice. And the cat is Sonic the Hedgehog, and, like, the dog is, like, Rush Jet, like the Mega Man Rush. So, I got all this dumb shit that you can throw on there. So, but but all that stuff is there forever. It's not like a... It's not, like, only available for the month. You can actually go back and do it and all that. And if you, and if you like, use swords and stuff with Akuma, he'll actually, like, punch people. I, I'm a gunner, so it's just Akuma with a gun, and I just shoot people. But, uh, yeah, there's different ones like that. But it's but it's cool. Yeah, it's been it's People been fun. really, like, actually played this one, where a lot, I think a lot of people would try... I've tried multiple times to get into mods. I didn't end up picking this one up, because I yeah. have too many other games. Sure. Um, but... I just feel like people, so many people actually played through this one. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I I own like four other Monster Hunters, and this was the only one that I finally actually understood. Cause yeah. Because I, I, have, I have Monster Hunter Try for Wii. I bought the Monster Hunter, the, I bought Monster Hunter 3 for Wii U. I yeah. bought it for 3DS also. I bought four. I bought like Generations. Like I have a bunch of them, and this was the only one that clicked for me finally. Yeah, I bought the one for Wii U, and I yeah. tried to play it. I played it for a while but it still was really hard and i had the ones on the 3ds but yeah it just it it never uh, yeah just uh not a franchise that i got super like i've tried a few times but it just hasn't clicked with me i think i I think think what got me was the gameplay gameplay loop of like you gotta prep up you gotta get ready and then you have all these sub quests going all the time like once you get into like the whole economy of how it works then you're all of a sudden you're like fully invested in i think the fact that it's like you're starting this hunt and it's gonna take an hour it's like that seems like a commitment well i mean it depends That's i mean limit. if you're pretty good at it you can do it you can crank it in like 15 or 20 like depending yeah. on what it is but i mean i think for me was uh just turning it into a third person shooter like that's basically what i did i just started playing with the light bow gun and I'm yeah. just I'm just playing it like Splatoon, you know. I'm just I'm dodging and shooting people and all that, and that well that the, made it a, lot, the, a whole different game. The shooter controls kind of weren't weren't good in the old games. I didn't think. Yeah, they might have not worked as well. I mean, well, yeah, definitely. I've tried doing playing as a shooter on the 3ds, and oh, you couldn't it, on it that. Sucks that with awful. the with the tiny nub and all that. Like it just doesn't work right. Like the yeah. any of the, the the only time you could play a 3ds shooter well. Is if you had the the dual stick like boat thing, that actually yeah. worked really good. But it had, to, but the sticks had to be like the same size. Like if you there was a to, whole. If you try to play with the little one, it just it just does not work right for sure. There was a stuff. whole process that people did yeah. where they would like use their index finger to because if you didn't have the duals the dual sticks, yeah. you had to use the D pad to turn the camera. So they would use their index finger. Yeah underneath like a claw thing to turn the camera while using it was really weird while using their thumb to do the analog stick yeah and that was how people played that game (laughs) it doesn't work quite right all right well uh i think uh i think we can wrap this one up it's it's just basically us just like gushing about games but i think it's i think it's been a good episode is there anything anybody wants to say before we before we sign off here have a good life (laughs) and 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 try to get through torn of the golden country oh torn of first. the Go- torn of the golden, yeah. golden country is really good actually i really like that game i'm, I'm, a, I'm a long <laughs> i'm a long way before i even get to that i'm trying to get to the golden country i really enjoyed <laughs> that one i mean i ended up putting 30 some hours into that game which you don't have so to but long. i just but i just wanted to do all the quests yeah i mean it, it's a it's an it's like an added thing but 
I mean, it's still like it's still a thirty-hour game for like a thirty-buck thing, but not you know, like a like, hundred. Yeah. So that's that's encouraging. But it's, but it's not a hundred plus. Yeah. Well, same with like well, once you beat Xenoblade Chronicles One, you got Future Connected after that, which is another like ten-hour thing. I think it's yeah. ten or twenty hours, depending on how much you want to do with it. So I'm there is a whole like other a- game attached to that, and then there's yeah. Xeno Two and that whole other one attached to Xeno. But but Xeno but uh, Torna the Golden Country is a prequel to Xeno Two. So whatever, but I, but I do think Torna was Zeno pretty won. good. So whatever, but yeah, uh, all the all those games are great. I'm interested in the love story thing because I was the thing in the other day. Like there hasn't really been t- too many examples of like a compelling love story in a video game when they've tried to do it. Like they tried to when Final Fantasy VIII, they tried to do that love story. They tried to make it like when they try to make it a love mm-hmm. story. Like that's the main thing. Uh, and I didn't really care about their romance in that game. Um, I heard. I can't some, think of. I heard somebody comparing like some of the love characters of Xenoblade Chronicles three to Final Fantasy eight. So in in a good really? way. So you know, I mean, people yeah. who did like that. So yeah. Well, I, I want. I liked. So I liked the concept of Final Fantasy eight. I just didn't like Squall that much. So mm. like, I, I would. It would be cool to have something where like the love story was the main thing in the game, but because I just feel like they haven't really nailed it quite yet. Um, there was like the love story kind of in Final Fantasy VII, but it's like a love triangle, like, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just like, I like the, uh, the light was it the lock and, and Sally's or whatever from the, the Final Fantasy VI one. I like that love story. Yeah, that was, a that was, that, I mean, that's interesting. Like on the Super Nintendo, they did, they did, sometimes it went, worked better. I don't know. No, I didn't. I did enjoy it. I mean, I did, I, I played through like half of Final Fantasy VIII and. I liked it more than I thought I should have, but I think I, I played it all the way through I when think I, I enjoyed was in the high story school. of it. Yeah, well, I played it late. I, I played it on uh, I played it on PlayStation Three whenever whenever I got that. That was like back I, in two thousand nine, I think. I played all the way through it in high school. And I don't remember that game anymore, but I know I played all the way through it. <laughs> it was I, I had a good time with it for the most part. I mean, I, I didn't beat it all the way, but I put a good like twenty some hours into it. But yeah, um. I think that's I think that's good for this episode. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, Jesse, where can everybody find you on the internet? Uh, so I'm mainly on Instagram and and Twitter. So I have my uh, Twitter handle and Instagram is Atomic Toaster Yo. So I I post on there pretty regularly and mostly just talk shit on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. No. I, yeah. I've seen your same you, thing. I do. You you talk a lot about uh, also like about Star Wars and all sorts of things and what I talk about there, anything so. on Twitter. Yeah. I feel like it's just like a I need I need to get better at that better at that. It's kind of like stream of conscious, just like just say whatever you whatever you think about stuff on there. Just be like, hey, yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm I'm good yeah. at like I'm not good at reading Twitter. <laughs> I'm just good at posting random shit. Sure, <laughs> I, I do the other thing. I mostly just read it and don't post much. I, I like it better because I had shown Jeremy that you can turn off the algorithm and just have it like. Yep. And I like Twitter better that way because it's not like it did, so. It did help a lot. It's not so ADD where it's like can you, all this drama. Can you make it to where there won't be ads that show up in comments? Because that fucking nope. annoys me so much. Like when I like when I want to comment on like one of Jeremy's posts or something like that, all of a sudden there's a fucking ad there. And it's like, why? Yeah, why is there an a, ad is in the comment? This is that's my sponsor, uh <laughs> teething circles for men. It's like all all you need to all you need to do is put one comment in any post, and all of a sudden there's an ad in there, and now you feel like you're being shitty because you're just trying to comment on a thing, and now there's a fucking stupid ad there. It's like that. I feel like that's one of the worst things that's come to Twitter I, recently. I, those I, fucking I, comment I, ads. I kick myself for not doing my more of my political cartoon because some of the stuff that I 
did in that. Oh got, yeah, yeah. It actually happened. Like I did this whole thing where uh, Mark Zuckerberg would like had everyone jacked into a VR machine, and then he's literally trying to do that now. <laughs> oh sure. Oh what like a uh, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, no, I know meta. what you're talking about. Meta, yeah, meta. Yeah. That was I. I was drawing that before even the meta thing had happened, mm. and I was like, "Holy shit!" So there's a few things that I did yeah. that were jokes, and they got they actually happened. And I, there was like the Jesse Lee Peter. You're the guy reason why that, they had the idea. <laughs> yeah, the cons- yeah the conservative Jesse Lee Peter, and I was going to draw him because he's so homophobic. I was going to draw him as a gay man, hmm. and I I didn't end up doing it. But he is actually gay. That came out recently, so it was like oh, so yeah, many things. Yeah. I was like, "Dang it! I just had this idea, and it ended up happening." Hmm. We'll, we'll uh, t- check that out. Check that out for sure. Ato- yeah. Atomic Toaster, yo, right? Yeah. Cool. And uh, if you wanna, if you wanna see, uh, if you wanna hear more of us on Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/slash Nintendo Main Podcast, you can hear bonus episodes and uh, lots of different things. Uh, there's a WRT Radio for every month wrap up on there on the five dollar level. And also, if you're on Patreon at all, uh, vote on the next uh, expansion pack. Uh, we have a couple choices out there for anybody who's on any level can vote on that. So let us know. And that'll be the one that we do at the end of the month. So check that out. And, uh, you know, hopefully I'll be streaming by next week and you can find me at twitch.tv slash Nintendo main podcast. And you can find us at on Twitter. Um, Jeremy and I at JMAX stack and at Nintendo underscore domain and youtube.com slash Nintendo main podcast as well. And thanks everybody for listening. We will see you next. Wait, hold on. Uh, and we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson, Jeremy Kowski, and a uh, special guest, Jesse, uh, Jesse Bramhall. Bye, guys. And uh, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye, guys. Recording in progress. Hey, get rolling like Henry Rollins. Yeah, right. we'll take a break. Take a quick break. Do, 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 do. Taking a break now. <laughs> <laughs>